Hello, everyone, and welcome to Real Talk episode 51. We got two special guests today. We have Alex Coleman making his return after a long two-week hiatus. And, of course, we have Mr. Matt Ramos in the middle. Soups, welcome to the show. <laughs> high energy. He, when he joined the call, we weren't even recording. He, he came in with one of the most high-energy entrances to a meeting I've ever seen in my life, just bringing the energy because it's, it's, you know, it's 8 a.m. Pacific Coast time where Soups and I are at, so he's bright and early with the energy just overflowing. Today we got a good episode today. We got... Talking about Blue Beetle, obviously the latest in the DCEU slash kind of DCU because it sounds like he's going to carry on to James Gunn's DC Universe. We're going to be talking about the first two episodes of Ahsoka, go over some brief movie news, and then we're going to do a draft of the best superhero movies of all time, followed right up with a draft of the worst superhero movies of all time. So it should be a fun, fun episode. But let's start off with our guests. So obviously, Alex, we've already seen you before. We already know who you are. But Soups, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? What's up, guys? I'm doing amazing. I, like, this is a long time coming. I'm finally excited to be on Real Talk, like probably the best podcast, movie podcast on TikTok <laughs> right now. So the just, glazing uh, is crazy. Yes, throwing that out for anyone. No, 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 I swear. Because one thing I love about you guys is I love, I guess, the wide range of op- opinions you guys all bring to the table, from Seth to Cam to Tyler to George, and then Alex. Alex brings in his little sauce, always advocating for Dark of the Moon. I'm a Dark of the Moon fan, so Goodness. I'm a fan of he that gets as it. well. He gets it. He fully gets it. I can't have another Dark of the Moon fan in this pod. I, I just can't survive it again. <laughs> Soup's actually, or Matt actually, uh, like, uh, DM me on Twitter like a while ago. He's like, dude, you're a Dark of the Moon fan too? And I was like, oh my gosh, like we're a dying breed. This is amazing. My brother. My brother. Oh, man. We're bonded by blood now, so that's how it works. And Matt, you're also so I know you're in LA now, but you're all are you from Florida also? Because I know Alex is also in Florida right now. You both have kind of a Florida connection. Dude, yeah. I uh I'm from Miami, like born and raised in Miami. My dad's side is from Cuba, my mom's side is from Nicaragua. And uh yeah, born and raised in Miami. I love love Miami, but uh I moved out here to LA two years ago and I've been kicking it ever since. How, how do you like LA compared to Miami in terms of just living? Um, I mean, if I could, if I could, I guess, <clears throat> work in the entertainment industry and still be in Miami, I definitely would do that because I love Miami, the weather, the culture, the people, the food, the music, all of it. I love my Miami. Yeah, but, so if you could you just know, take LA, pick it up and move it to Miami, you'd much prefer that. Like the business opportunities, I guess, in Miami. For sure. Yeah. But like the opportunities and just like the things you experience here in LA, like you can't experience anywhere else just because like LA is like that's that's where Hollywood is you know what I'm saying like there's always something happening I'm like five minutes away from Warner Brothers and Disney right down the street um so yeah I'm I'm I I love LA but nothing is ever going to beat home for me you would think there'd be like some movie premieres in LA like there are in New York or sorry not in LA obviously Miami yeah like there are some in New York and such and some in I think every once in a while in Chicago you would think Miami would get something good weather like you said that's massive awesome. city too. Massive yeah, exactly, city. exactly. And all righty, Alex, are you from? You're not from Florida, right? You're just there for college. No, I'm, I'm, I'm all over. I, so I'm initially from Louisville, Kentucky, right? I moved to Connecticut. Interesting. Like this I, is I lore like I did not know about. This is crazy. I have crazy lore. Crazy lore. <laughs> moved to Connecticut like when I was like ten. Spent like most of my high school life there, and then I moved to Jersey after when I went to college. And now I'm in college, so I'm in Florida. I'm in Orlando. But I've never been to Miami, so there's there's that. I'm throwing that out there. So I definitely have to eventually go see a heat game or something. Not to not to dox you and where you go to college. I hope this is all right. How close is UCF to uh, like Disney World? Like thirty minutes. 
Oh, yeah, that's not bad at all. I no, honestly, it's, it's I didn't. So close. Honestly, I didn't know there was shit in Orlando outside of Disney World. So let's get to let's get to learn. <laughs> downtown's gone. Downtown's all right. Downtown's all right. Okay. All I know about uh, Orlando is the Florida Project. So that's all I got. Good movie. Never yeah, seen that. Actually, great, fun fact. great movie. Dude, screw the heat. Movie. You got to go to Inner Miami game, even though that might be like the most expensive ticket to in town in Miami right movie. now. Yeah. Yep. But you got uh, the biggest star in the world there now. Yeah, I will mention. So obviously, George right now he's on a flight from Greece. So I don't know how long that flight is. Probably like twelve hours or something. So he's on the long haul. He's coming back. He, he's he's bringing it home. Uh, his fiance now. So shout out to him. Congrats to George for getting engaged. Yeah. And then yeah. Seth is obviously here with us, but he's having some webcam issues. So Seth is here. He will be contributing, but you know, you, you're I just, am here yeah. somewhere. People on the, I'll edit some picture in of you. It might be the nun picture of you, but I'm going to edit some picture in your little webcam yeah, slot this episode. But, uh, but yeah, let's jump into it. Let's talk about Blue Beetle. So Blue Beetle came out last weekend at this point, but we're talking about it kind of a week later. Um, it's the latest in the DCEU, but also James Gunn's made it pretty clear that Blue Beetle and, and Jamie Reyes will be wow. translating into the DC universe. So the kind of synopsis, obviously Soups is rocking the hat and the shirt. Um, recent college grad Jamie, Jamie Reyes returns home full of aspirations. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Bro's not saying hi, May? It's they say, gotta, they say both in the movie. No, 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 no. It's hi, May. Hey. They, they make the joke about someone saying hi, May. Recent college grad Jaime Reyes returns home full go. of aspirations for his future, only to find that home is not quite as he left it. As he searches to find his purpose in the world, fate intervenes when Jaime unexpectedly finds himself in possession of an ancient relic of alien biotech, the Scarab. So yeah, we're just gonna jump right into it. Let's let's kick it off. Obviously, with Soup's here, he's head to toe in, in Blue Beetle merch. Let's let's hear what were your thoughts on Blue Beetle, dude. This was my most anticipated film of the year for for multiple reasons. Um, you know, I've had the privilege of just, of just being uh, you know friends with a lot of people that worked on this movie, having it be like the first Latino ensemble cast to lead a superhero film on this level. Originally, this was going straight to streaming. Then they bumped it up and gave it a, a little bit more budget for a theatrical release. And after finally getting the chance to watch the movie, you know, this past weekend, it, it for me it delivered on on everything. It's it's not a film that necessarily reinvents the superhero film with within its structure and with with what it's trying to do. But everything else is what gives it that extra sauce. Uh, it gives it an energy that that is missing in a lot of superhero movies nowadays. You know, from the family element. Um, what separates Jaime Reyes from a ton of other superheroes is that he has his family backing him every step of the way. You know, when Jaime gets captured, his family, even though they're just regular people, nah, nah, it's who's going to show up for, for her boy Jaime. So I, for, for me, the family element is what really sold this film. I, what really shocked me is that this film got, it, 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 got, it went dark in some moments. It went darker than I thought it was going to. Um, I don't know if we're talking, are we talking spoilers or just keeping it light? So how we, how we normally do it is we, we, we go quickly, like just around the, around the call, give our overall thoughts. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to say like, all right, spoilers start now and we'll get a little deeper into the movie then. All right, bet, bet, bet. So yeah, overall, I just, I loved it. It, it had all of the heart in the world. Um, Sholo Maridueña is a superstar. I'm ready to see him in a ton of other projects. All of the cast brought their A game, the family element. Um, the, the practical suit and the action was fantastic. Um, I, I also liked how it felt connected to a bigger DC universe. You know, as of right now, um, we know this film is like loosely connected to James Gunn's DCU. And there were a couple of little, little things here and there that made it feel like it was a part of a bigger world. And I'm curious to see what that bigger world looks like. So I love Blue Beetle. What did you guys think? Alex, let's kick it over to you. 
hate to be that guy because I am half Latino. But listen, listen, hear me out. I didn't have a problem with it. I just thought it was very like familiar to something I've already seen. But the thing is, like you said before, with the whole Latino stuff, added that extra pizzazz to make it a lot better. Sholo Maradueña, if you've seen Cobra Kai, future star. The whole yeah. cast, Bruna, all of them did amazing. I had no problem with that. I think my main issues, because you've laid all the positives. I'm going to do a little bit of negatives because, you know, I'm, I'm going to be that guy. Um, the, the family aspect was really strong, but I felt like it kind of detracted from Jaime's character. Like we didn't get as much as from him as we did the whole family. I think it kind of like took away from him a little bit. Um, as far as the, there was a little bit of tonal issues, I felt like a little, you know, with, uh, with regards to certain scenes, like for example, the suit up scene apparently was very Cronenberg inspired. You could definitely tell. I liked that little touch of like, it was a bit darker, but they were playing like <laughs> upbeat music in the background. So it kind of made it kind of weird. Um, the villains very, you know, the best villain was the, um, I forget his name. But you know that, yes. He had a great backstory. Mm -hmm. I felt, but they wasted it in a last minute montage, which kind of really set me back because he had a whole interesting dynamic. He was taken from his family, from imperialism and, you know, forced to be this weapon. And I was like, that's a great villain that we should have had be the forefront of Susan Sarandon's evil business woman. That's just there to do basic villainy stuff. But um, as far as everything else, let me just not be a full negative Nancy. I thought the like just the main characters, George Lopez, every person in that movie, Uncle Rudy, um, was just so fun to watch. Um, I thought stylistically, especially, it was definitely more colorful and bright compared to other DC projects, which I liked. Um, I liked that it was up in the air of whether or not this is a DCEU project or a new DCU, I guess maybe James is going to call it. They left it very ambiguous with like certain references. If you're a Blue Beetle fan, you are going to love it. It is littered with so many references, especially, um, I won't get into spoilers now. Um, but overall, I felt maybe it's because, maybe I'm feeling the superhero fatigue, but I felt like I watched it and I really liked the whole Latino aspect because listen, representation is so important. Listen, I'm an Afro-Latino. So when I saw Miles on the big screen in 2018 on Into the Spider-Verse, that felt like that my thing because after like you know, like listen it's not like the biggest it's 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 not the biggest thing I'm, I'm mixed so it's like when i saw that that's my movie i feel like so this is going to be a lot of movies to a lot of people it's like with black panther shang chi that is so important i'm glad that it's a it's a good movie it's not it's not a horrendous movie because that would have been so bad um but overall i felt it was just very familiar and i feel like it very much suffers from the fact that james gunn is rebooting this whole thing so it's very up in the air as well. That's also a double-edged sword because I don't know, like it's it's not putting people in seats because people don't know whether or not it's connected to the new universe. And I really wish he didn't say that he was rebooting it right this now because it kind of ruined that aspect of it. But um, overall, um, I think it's definitely worth seeing. Um, I just think maybe maybe I'm feeling a bit of superhero fatigue. I don't know, maybe, maybe they're getting to me, but uh, I still, I thought, it was, I thought it was good. I have it at a 2.5 out of five on Letterboxd. Maybe it could go up on a rewatch, but I'm definitely on the more low end of everyone else. Uh, but I definitely still love it. I still like it. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. And we're not just skipping over Seth. He he hasn't seen Blue Beetle yet, so we'll we'll kick it over to Cam. Yeah, I'm. But I am speaker. very excited to see it. I'm I'm very excited. Is that is that tongue in cheek, sarcastic? <laughs> I didn't believe that. <laughs> I don't believe that for a second. <laughs> no, I, 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 don't know. I might see it next week. It does look kind of cool. I don't know. Uh, uh, probably not. Let's be honest. Bye bye. Yeah. I'm kind of in between Alex and 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 uh, Matt. I'm sitting around, so I give it a 74 out of 100, a three and a half out of five. Really enjoyed the family aspects. One of my favorite parts, like the heart and soul this movie has, uh, is one of my favorite parts. But like this, just this is the first time I've gone into a DC movie and had like any sense of fun. Like Shazam tries to be lighthearted, but it's not very fun, in my opinion. Uh, Black Adam was not very fun. 
the flash I think was close, but like, it just wasn't really a great watch. And I had the flash pretty close to this movie when I like first rated it, but I've dropped the flash recently because I'm like, wow, that made me realize I, I didn't like the flash as much as I did, or I originally did. Um, I think the cast was awesome. Uh, Tyler and I were kind of talking about it earlier. Uh, I wasn't a huge, like George Lopez fan growing up. Like I would watch it when I, when I woke up from a, like at 3 AM, that classic meme where it's like, Oh ma or whatever the fucking low rider song is. Yeah, um, yeah. When you, I would wake up, I'd watch a little bit of it. Wasn't a huge fan. I didn't think I'd love him in this, but I thought he was hilarious. I, I, I really did enjoy his character, and he brings a lot of heart to this movie. Um, like you guys mentioned, family aspects great. It's super, super basic. It's a, it's a superhero movie, and that's not something I, I'm upset about. I, soups. I don't know if you saw it. Like maybe like a couple months ago, I, I tweeted like, I have no superhero fatigue at all. And then it was like the, look at me, I'm the captain now, but I put like, look at me, I'm suits now. Um, I, I have like, <laughs> I have no superhero fatigue at all. And that's probably just like the person I am. I, I, I enjoy this kind of story. It's very easy to watch. My biggest issue with it is it's just a reskinned blue beetle that he's fighting. Um, and that's probably where a lot of like superhero fatigue comes is that it's often in the first movie of a franchise or of uh, superheroes like origin. It's often just the same um, character reskinned basically. Um, so this is just like a red blue beetle that he's fighting. Um, and that, that like, it wasn't my favorite villain at all the time. They tried to give him a little bit of backstory um, given that he's like ripped away from his parents. Right. Um, or his mom dies. What happens? I forget. Whatever. <laughs> Yeah, it was almost like a Scarlet Witch type of origin where yeah. uh, like uh, Cord Industries took him away from his mom and then his mom died from one of their explosions. Yeah, yeah, that's that's exactly what it was. Um, and I love Blue, like I, weirdly enough, I, I like Blue Beetle a lot just because I, I love the Young Justice show. Um, mm-hmm. And that's kind of where I, I know him from. Show. Yeah, oh he's God. so good in that. And that's, so I was kind of open for a little bit of that, Jaime Reyes. I was also... I said this when we saw the trailer. I like when the scarab is like in this, it felt like like Becky G was like an AI. I don't know. I kind of like when it feels more like an organic matter, organic matter. Um, and that's like kind of what it is, but it, it's a little bit of both. Um, it's just kind of like the voice of her kind of made me feel like it was AI. And I'm just kind of over AI like in movies now. Cause that's the next big thing. Yeah, I wish she had cool. a little more personality. Yeah. yeah like I agree. Jarvis. Like, it sounded like Jarvis. Like it just sounded yeah. like a very basic AI. Exactly. And I don't know at all who voices him in in young justice um but i I like that like organic matter of a of a blue beetle kind of thing um it's like an alien or whatever it may be um so that's that's my quick thoughts i enjoyed it a lot i think it's an easy movie to watch uh it feels very much like it was going to be on hbo max i'll admit like that's like matt said that's kind of where it was supposed to go originally um and they gave it a little bit more money and put it in theaters uh, unfortunately it's not doing so hot at the box office, but I do think people should go see it. It's, it's a very fun and entertaining watch if that's what you're looking for. Oh, also, sorry to real quick. Fuck you people on Twitter. Not you guys, but just fuck Twitter. Uh, again, James Gunn didn't have anything to do with this movie. It's not, it is in the DCU, but we are not going to start saying we hate James Gunn. If you hate this movie or you love James, and it's going to happen again with Aquaman. Aquaman is getting shafted out the ass. They are not promoting that movie at all because oh they want to get it out and be done with it. That comes out at the end of this year. That, that upsets me because James Wan is a, a, one of the best directors working yeah. today. And Appar- apparently me. that movie stinks and James Gunn is going to get ripped to shreds when that yeah. movie comes out if it's bad because they're going to say James Gunn's lost it. Snyder should have taken over, whatever. 
It's not James Gunn. It's not him yet. He's not there. God, uh, I understand it might be a part of the DCU, and he said that it could be, but he didn't like touch this. The production was finished before he became. Yo, did James Gunn uh, text you? Did James can text you this to say this? This is a, is a probably, 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 but I, I needed to say no, that. No, yeah, I, I think a lot of that no, confusion right. comes from like him saying like Blue Beetle. It's a he, part he, of he's the, well, yeah. not like the movie necessarily, but like the character and Jaime Reyes and, and, and Jolo will be part of his universe going forward. So I think him saying that muddied the waters. But the Flash Sorry. and Blue Beetle both kind of suffer from this in the past couple of months, where like it's like half foot in DCEU, half foot in DCU. Like, what's it going to be? I feel like the flash mm -hmm. suffered from it a lot more though, because I feel like when I was watching the flash, my mind was thinking the whole time, like, okay, how's this going to like reboot the universe? Whereas blue beetle, I just wanted to do it. I was like, I'm just going to enjoy this for what it is. I, I just found it so refreshing to finally have a young superhero who doesn't have to spend like half the movie hiding from his parents and sneaking in and out of his room and, and live in a lie. Cause we, we've seen that with like superheroes, like Iron Man and stuff that they're public figures, but they're older. I feel like every time there's a young superhero, they're always spending 90% of the movie, like just sneaking around, not letting anyone know that who they are. So I, I like the family aspect because they did, they were there for him. They were there literally backing him up the entire way fighting with and for him. So I think that was the strongest part of the movie. Kind of like Cam, well, opposite of Cam, because I loved the George Lopez show growing up. Like, I was like my jam on Nick it, so Nickelodeon good. at night, like, watching that. Mm -hmm. um, but for some reason, I thought he was going to be... I, I wasn't excited for him in this movie, because I feel like we've seen it so many times before with superhero movies, where they just get some some kind of... I don't want to call him wash, but older comedic character who may not be in their heyday anymore, and just kind of make them be like a... a like get the butt of the joke just and just, jokes, yeah. yeah exactly and and he did kind of do that but for some reason i like genuinely loved his character like i was like really i was going into this expecting to not like him but i actually love george lopez in this um yeah i yeah, don't know just something about this too. yeah they had an important scene at the end with like a high man like the mm -hmm. he was kind of like the guys. guiding light in the family like yeah. throughout the movie so he was yeah. funny but he also had like he, he served a good part of the story yeah. he wasn't scared yeah. of like quip right. jokes blah, 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 blah. but yeah. he was good at it. i thought he, i thought he did good mm -hmm. i thought it was and honestly and and that's what i loved about the family in this film is that not only were they all great characters but they all served the, like an important purpose to the plot you know not uh, george lopez's rudy the dad the mom where she, uh, she gives jaime that little pe uh, pep talk at the end nana the sister as well, she's like Jaime's rock in a lot of ways. So it, when it came to this film, um, I guess Alex, to counter your point, but you know, this might, this still might not resonate with you. Like to me, this felt more like a team movie than like a solo origin Jaime story, because uh, yeah, yeah. it was about the entire family, not just necessarily Jaime. Kind of like a hate to bring it like a shazam two kind of thing yeah. like a shazam two thing where like the whole family is involved and like they're all kicking ass and mm -hmm. i just really, i think maybe it's because i really like blue beetle man like i like yeah. i like that character a lot no like, I, I understand I, where you're coming from though because I, I i maybe I just, I just wanted more of him because i also like i've watched cobra kai i think shola Duenya is so like so charismatic and so good and he's just so likable i think mm -hmm. i just wanted more of him and i guess maybe I think he's going to continue over to James Gunn's universe. I'm, I'm hoping, right? Like, I'm assuming they're going to. That's get, the plan as of right now. That's yeah. the idea. So I'm assuming we're going to get more of him. So I'll let this slide a bit. It's the first film. Um, and they're definitely going to do more with his character because I think this could be their answer to a Spider-Man type character. And he could be very likable. And he's very likable if you've seen the animated cartoons that they put out, the, the, the Young Justice, even the video game Injustice. His, like, just his little lines in that. Um, he's a very likable character. And I hope there's more of him. But that's, that was just my coming from my standpoint coming from. yeah um yeah i guess other things like cam said it's not the most original story out there but i still enjoyed it as an origin story um you, you know people are comparing it to spider-man in terms of what he's going to be for the dc universe but i feel like in terms of his 
powers and in terms of like his story, I feel like it was more akin to like an Iron Man Venom hybrid, like obviously kind of with basically a symbiote taking over and being like his, his alter ego. Um, something that I feel like it's not a blue beetle issue. I think it's just every superhero movie since like, I don't know, the last five years, honestly, it seems like at this point where there's some scenes where like the visual effects look great. And I'm like, wow, that was like a really good shot. Like I think all the suit up scenes were super good. And then there'll be yeah. like, a, then there'll be like a scene where I'm like, good Lord. Like how did that make it into this movie? That visual effects right there was like so awful. So just like kind of, it was just kind of unbalanced for me in that aspect, but I gave it a three stars, um, close to a three and a half star. It's my favorite DCEU movie since the Suicide Squad from, I think, yeah, two years ago now. So um, it's definitely better than, like, for me, at least, like, Shazam, Fury of the Gods, Black Adam, all the other stuff we've been getting in the last couple of years. So mm-hmm. I, I had a good time with it. Um, it felt very fresh. I, I walked away from it enjoying my time. Um, but, yeah, I guess at this point we'll kind of break the wall and go into spoilers. So I guess I'll, I'll let anyone kick it off. Is there any... Where, where do we want to start with spoilers? I know, Alex, you were leaning towards talking about I got spoiler. one thing. Yeah. I got one thing. The best line in the movie is when um, uh, Uncle Rudy comes in. And I, what's what's uh, the character that Bruna plays, the uh, the girl in the movie? Jenny. Jenny. Jenny Cord. And he's like, shouldn't you be, like, mining off, like, in some, like, under, like, developed country, some cobalt or something? I was like, crying. I was like, that was yeah. hilarious. Yeah. But um, as far as spoilers, I don't, oh, yeah. You said it was getting very dark. The scene at the end with um Carapax or whatever, mm-hmm. and like the door, you know what I'm talking about, and there was like actually blood in this movie. I was yeah. shocked. I, yeah. I was like, that what that is not blood. I was, I was <laughs> so caught off guard. It got very dark. And also like the suit-up scene, like I said before, apparently the director wanted Cronenberg inspired. It was very inspired, like it very disgusting, gross, um, very like shocking. I was like, what the heck? Like it looks like the suit's like killing him, it's eating him. I'm like, what the hell? Um, but yeah, there's some very dark moments in this, like very lighthearted movie. I was kind of also the death of his father. I know that was like, brutal, dude. Caught me off guard again. They also did the, they did a Guardians three with like you know like the he's like in the like yeah the yeah. not even just that like the whole astral plane thing where he's like your time you still have stuff to do here on this planet but one like a person's guiding him kind of like with a rocket. I was like that's I know that from somewhere. Um, oh 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 oh. oh. Yep um and i don't know what are some other spoilers that i think uh, anything you guys got right now i'm still trying to think of like what uh well there, there is one like the scene when they kind of lead into the third act where like the kind of, kind of final battle is going to happen they get in a spaceship and they play some motley crew and it's one of those things that like james gunn clearly didn't invent a needle drop of like a classic rock song in a, in a superhero yeah. movie but it's one of those things that at this point like he kind of owns it like that's like his thing so like when that happened i was like oh this feels like a james gunn movie which it's not because like camp said it's clearly not but it's just kind of funny that in my mind like anytime that there's like a classic rock song in a superhero movie i'm like oh it's a james gunn thing but it, you know they hit the motley crew it slaps every time just playing some classic rock because people are you know suiting up getting hyped up for a battle and it just always hits so that part i was like okay i'm, I'm rocking with this and yeah like you said the dark moments they did catch me off guard because I feel like most of it was like a lighthearted-ish movie. Like, with the you know, your younger characters are trying to come into this new world of responsibilities, and then there will be a scene where someone just gets just absolutely murked and blood splatters on a window. And you're like, shit, okay, like what, what, where, what are we going for here? Are we going for super dark or what? But I enjoyed it. Like I, overall, I feel like it never got too crazy dark while also not being too silly and lighthearted. It kind of played that balance pretty well. The combat was cool too. They had the little injustice yeah. combo, you know, with the of his like a uh, thing or whatever. That was pretty cool. Yeah, I like how they went out of their way with like a lot of the action sequences. Obviously, like some of it where it takes place in the sky, or or it, I get I think the majority of that final battle is probably majority CGI. But like the hallway fight, um, the parking lot fight with the first parking lot fight with Carapax, like dude, those punches just. 
you could uh, the sound design like it was all practical like it felt it felt you it, you know you could tell uh, and i like when someone like angel and like who directed the film like goes out of their way to like bring things to life instead of just like digitizing it and just like putting more giving more of a workload to like the vfx artists who are already like severely overworked so um also the score the score was fire oh my gosh in that cosmic realm scene where where he like finally accepts his purpose like i don't know if you guys noticed the score but like it gave me like tron yeah tron, yeah, the tron vibes. The sense and everything yeah, yeah i fully agree yeah yeah like stranger things like i i don't know i didn't expect that coming into this movie but like it just it fits so well yeah, I think the, the the disappointing thing for how it's just not being like, well, it's being received well. Like, I think the reviews in general are, are like good reviews. But I mean, in terms of like people going out to see it, it's a bummer because is this like the greatest superhero movie ever? No, not even close. But like, I felt so much of the love from like the entire like production crew, like on Hell Manuel Soto, the entire cast. Like, you could tell like this is a project that was like a passion project where people really put their heart and soul into it. Like, you can actually feel that through the movie, which is something I don't think I've really felt from like a superhero movie in a long time where you could actually like feel the director and the writer actually caring. Yeah, that's fair, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Um, but in terms of like the, you could just tell that they all cared about this movie a lot. So it just kind of sucks that it's like not being received the best and it's coming. I believe it's coming on uh struck streaming service in like three weeks or something. I think they're like releasing it Whoa. really early onto max. So. No, 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 they haven't announced that. So oh, like, I just tweeted that, that out there and, People just started. Okay, it was that, fa- that's like, fake news. Like, such a, like, I think news. misinformation just gets spread in that app, and it just yeah. spreads like wildfire. Thanks, Elon. Yeah. And it's like, pe- like there's so many people that just want Blue Beetle to go on streaming next week. Like they want it to be a fail. So like that, you know, as Cam said, they can blame James Gunn. They could blame this, that, DC, another failure. You know, for I guess there's, um, whether well, or not media, whether or not you're a fan of Snyder, oh. like. There's a lot, I of, saw, I saw there's a lot of people too. that just Speaking like wanted that, to that, that comment. I saw someone say like, "Oh yeah, don't go woke." Blah blah blah. This is the like, this is the call. I'm like, as if like, I lose my, I lose my head a bit because like, here. like yeah, there's bro. a lot of other factors playing to this. Like why? Like it's also coming out during like the writers and actors are on strike. Dessert like that. Like you know what I mean? And people saying stupid like if anyone says woke in an argument, I automatically can't take them serious. Yeah. Like as if Barbie I, didn't cross a billion dollars and yeah. that deemed quote unquote woke. Like grow up. Please, I'm sorry. That just that was a whole over. I was gonna go into Ram and stop myself, but that yeah. just angered me. I'm like, that was a the world is a whole diverse globe. It's not just one person or one type of people. Like, it's uh, I, I, I think there are a lot of factors. First off, this was originally supposed to be an HBO Max release. Um, like we've said, this is a dying franchise, or like people don't know if this is like a part of this franchise or the next one. That's a big one. Um, and then on top of that. I don't think Blue Beetle is an as a household name yet. He like when we first talked about this, Seth, Tyler, and George even like didn't really know who Blue Beetle was. The only I think the only like the only reason I truly know who he is is because I'm a big fan of uh, Young Justice and watch that. Um, I've watched that a couple times. Um, it, it's not a it's not a household name, and I don't think you can throw out. You're not like the superhero genre right now is not getting good graces with the with the general population in the sense that you can throw out a random character and it'll do a billion dollars. Whereas like the MCU, when they bring in, you know, fucking Ant-Man, it's going to do a billion or Captain Marvel is going to do a billion because the last 12 movies have just been banger after banger. Um, DC doesn't have that good grace right now, um, especially after the Flash. The Flash is like the highest uh, losing movie of all time at this point. Um 
which I don't think it's that bad by any means, but people have issues with the casting of that. And so like coming out right after that movie is, is not going to be great. And that movie also came out two months ago. It's, it's, a, it's whether you want to admit it or not, superhero fatigue is setting in for, for a good amount of people. I would say, I think we got to get back to, I'm, I'm fine with fucking 12 superheroes movies in a year, but I think like when you, when you have one every single month, they're not all going to be bangers, but a movie like this is way better than the reception it's getting. I think it should, it should not have like made $40 million on its opening weekend or 24, whatever. What did it make? Does anyone know off the top of their head? 25 is the number in my head, but that might just be domestic. I'm not sure. Could be. Yeah. 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 yeah, I made 25. What is it? 86. I forget. It's not like the in between 60 and 70 right now. It's just like, yeah. Like I think got a hundred million dollar budget, which, um, it'll probably just hit that. But with marketing, it'll probably end up being a loss. Also with like, obviously the writers and actors strike going on right now, there are probably less people going to movies. Um, just, just for that. There's a lot of factors to this, but let me tell you what's not a factor. Woke media. Like it's, it's not, it's just not. So yeah. Once again, Barbie billion dollars. Yeah, like it's, like it's, I, I don't I don't, I should have to say anything else. Like that is literally like their anti like the antithesis of their like evil like woke agenda. Like I, I, no, stop that stupid argument. It's stupid. It's dumb. Did we talk post credit scene slash Ted Cord? No. Oh, Jason Ted Cord, Jason Sudeikis. Shout out, <laughs> Jason Sudeikis. Shout out yeah. Ted Lasso. Just be the exact same character, but now you're Ted Cord. Um, love Jason Sudeikis. Is it confirmed? Is that like a thing that they were going for? No, like, that's the, well, the um. The director, he did yeah. say that he wanted he Jason as like Ted. Like that's his number one choice. Which that's too canny of like a picture to not be Jason. Yeah, I saw like, the this picture. Dude drew, yeah. This dude <laughs> drew Jason Sudeikis or had an artist draw Jason Sudeikis. Was like if we get him, we get him. Like let's let's shoot our shot right here. They should well, just do that in everything to shoot um, your shot and just do that. Yeah. Uh yeah no and uh, I I remember when you guys mentioned Motley Crew like that was coming from his ship. So that might have been a little insight on like the vibe of Ted Cord and like the type of music he okay. would play. Okay, I li- I like that. Um, a, the post credit scene was like uh, was uh, Ted Cord like is not dead, right? He he's in the computer. He's like, hello, is anyone there who turned on my computer? That sort of thing. Um, didn't I? That voice obviously was not Jason today. Yeah, yeah. you can you can change the voice however you want um like no one saw a face or anything so you can change the voice and then the second post credit scene was like a stop motion movie they were watching during the movie right people were all people were all up in arms as if like post credit scenes have to be a new uh have to be like a third movie attached to this movie like it's just it's just a fucking stop motion movie it's not gonna marvel's done that so many times or like even like, yeah trolled at the end with the ferris bueller's there uh, i think they off like uh, exactly like it's yeah it happens it, all the time exactly it, I, I don't know if there's anything else to spoil, but that's kind of the movie in a nutshell. Yeah, the the, the one the one thing I want to leave leave the Blue Beetle conversation off on is where do you guys have this? Like, you don't have to say the exact number, but about where do you place this in your DCEU ranking? So I guess I'll start off while you think about it. For me, it's it's about tied with Birds of Prey. Um, so it's it's sitting at number six for me in the DCEU. The only ones I have above it is Birds of Prey, the first Shazam, um, the Suicide Squad, Wonder Woman, the first one, and Man of Steel. So I have it right at six. It's right around Birds of Prey, a little no ZSJL. That's have... not. D- I don't count that as DCEU because it's not part of the. Universe. <laughs> well, I mean, like we're not counting the Justice League, right? No, that Wait. is part of the DCEU. Yeah, Just- that is. Justice but League like, is part of it. That didn't exist in my book. I don't even know what you're talking. about. <laughs> it's last book to me. But I have, I it, I have it right have... around Birds of Prey. Oh yeah, I have my letterbox right here. I have the well, the films I have ahead of it. Um, 
I feel so. I have it so. I think I have it. You guys. I have it. I, listen, I'm not the biggest on this movie compared to other people. I do like it. Do you have it above Shazam: Fury of the Gods? Yeah, and Black Adam. Okay. I have Valid. The, the films that I have Birds of Prey. I like Birds of Prey a lot, but I, I do too. Uh, I have Wonder Woman ahead of that. Shazam. I have Man of Steel. I have Flash. I have Aquaman. <laughs> I love Aquaman. Aquaman's like oh, shoot. James Wan cooked up something special. BBS masterpiece. Um, and then you're not counting the Zack Snyder Justice League, but I am. And then uh, the Suicide Squad I have ahead of it. I think it's I the thing of like if this film came out like earlier or at least during the peak MCU, like before Endgame and stuff like that, dude, this movie would have done numbers, I think. It's just, yeah. I think it's just a circumstance of like now, like we are post Endgame. People are starting to, I guess, fatigue is setting in. But if this one came out in like the 2000s, like it would have banged. I've, it would have banged. It's, if you've seen Max Steel, this this thing would is like Max. It would have banged. I'm telling you, Max Steel's ass crack. Matt, but like this is very Max Steel. <laughs> That's the vibes Dude. I got. It would have banged. Somebody get this guy. Soups, what's your ranking? <laughs> um. Honestly, I just put together a quick list. I think I got it at number five on my DC E ranking. Um, The only movies I have above it are The Suicide Squad. Um, I included the Snyder Cut in there, but, you know, uh, you guys can leave that on or take it off. Then you got BVS and then Man of Steel. Really? Big Snyder Snyder guy. Um, So I go... So W. The Suicide Squad is the best DCEU movie. Everyone agree? That's number one. No, I have it. No, no steel, dude. I, I have I'm it. I'm not mad one. at that. Like, I'm not. I, I'm I, not I, I agree with you. The Suicide Squad, Man of Steel, Wonder Woman. Uh, if we're going, uh, if we're going Z- ZSJL, um, Shazam, and then this for me. So six. Okay. If we're counting Zack Snyder, no Aquaman. Oh, Aquaman is above that. I was about success. to say. I was like, don't. My bad. I might drop Shazam. I don't know. Shazam was fine. Shazam, I don't care. I haven't, for. Listen, I haven't this, watched Shazam in so Blue long. Blue Beetle so might go up on a rewatch just because it. I don't care for Shazam. Like, I really don't like I'm, I don't care. Also, for Zachary Jackson. Levi is like making odd comments. <laughs> yeah, he's, uh, he's, he's, he's like, I, he's like I'd, I'd kiss Florence Pugh. Like, if you guys <laughs> wanted to catch if I you guys like, wanted to cast me as Flynn Rider and Tangled, I'd kiss Florence for you guys. It's like, yeah, me too, man. Like, he's the king of like wood that. right now on, on Twitter himself. Yeah, he, he is. He's like wood. <laughs> oh, you want Florence oh, yeah, being the movie? Yeah, I would. I would. Wood. Okay. Uh, all right, we'll, we'll wrap up our Blue Beetle discussion there. So I think we kind of all are similar in a consensus that it's definitely a more middle of the pack, maybe upper middle of the pack DCEU movie, but it's nothing, not, not the best, but it's certainly far from the worst we've seen in the DCEU. Um, let's talk Ahsoka. So Seth and I did not watch this. So this is a, this is a Cam, Alex, and Soup's conversation here. But um, Cam, I'll kick it off to you since you're like the you're the resident Star Wars guy. The pods. So I'll let you kind of host this quick segment on Ahsoka and, and kick it off between you three and talk about it. Ahsoka. I don't have the synopsis, but it's an, it's basically Rebels season five. If you if you've never seen Rebels, um, so Ahsoka is Ahsoka Tano is uh, Anakin Skywalker's Padawan that was created by Dave Filoni for the Clone Wars TV show. Um, she's probably the best uh, Star Wars character ever written. IMO. Um, I, I have her way above Hayden Christensen's uh, Anakin. I, I'll be honest, um, but I do think the Clone Wars makes. Anakin better character but this show is basically about her after Rebels so after the Clone Wars um, she joins a crew called the Ghost Crew she's not like a main member of that team but uh, it's got Ezra Bridger who's a Jedi uh, Kanan Jarrus who passes away in the show he's also a Jedi and then Sabine Wren uh, Harrison Dula and then another like large uh, dude named fuck give me the name Zeb Zeb or or Elias 
uh, and then also a, a droid that is basically a mass murderer named Chopper. Uh, so that, <laughs> that is the, the ghost crew in a nutshell. Um, the first two episodes of, of uh, Soka basically lead off. So there's a time jump in the last episode of Rebels of however many years I forget. Um, the first two episodes of uh, Ahsoka basically lead off at the exact ending of um, the Rebels TV show picks up where that is. So that's kind of the intro into Ahsoka. Um, it's very calculated that they put out two episodes to start. Um, it's not the best two episodes of television I've ever watched. I enjoyed the first two episodes. I love Ahsoka's character. Like I said, um, Dave Filoni gets a lot of hate online. People say he don't, doesn't know Star Wars as if he didn't like create probably one of the best Star Wars things we've gotten since like Empire Strikes Back. Um, and then he's also responsible for Mandalorian. People are all mad about season three, so they've turned on him, whatever. Um, and then he directed the first episode of Ahsoka. And he's also kind of the he's almost like the Kevin Feige of this new like Star Wars universe that's going on. He's going to have a, he's going to direct a movie um, that's going to be the culmination of all these shows. Um, so he's kind of he's he's got his hands in a lot of things Star Wars right now. But uh, Alex, I'll send it over to you. Um, what are your thoughts on the first two episodes of Ahsoka? Um... A lot of references, a lot of um, time. Like, I love the parallels between Shin Hati and Darth Maul, even with like the opening entrance, uh, entrance of her. It's very similar to Phantom Menace when we first see Darth Maul, um, especially what she does to a certain character. And so I'm like, can we go into spoilers or we, uh, we want to wait for this? Or how do you want to do that? Do whatever you, you, you yeah, I'll just go in. Uh, spoiler, tune off your ears. Uh, when uh, Sabine gets stabbed, uh, because everyone in this universe can stab a, can survive a stab wound to the stomach, except for Qui Gon. Um, very similar to Darth Maul. That whole fight that was cool i liked um i like the uh, it's basically a very similar story to um in the force awakens when ray is trying to find luke skywalker they're trying to find ezra mm -hmm. and thrawn with like a wayfinder kind of thing um which is like the the map that they use is very similar to the map in treasure planet if you've ever seen that movie <laughs> it's mm -hmm. very similar in that that was cool um but yeah we see ahsoka i love seeing ahsoka i love that character i love seeing the characters that, that's the best part about the show they get the characters we get to see the characters that we know from the animated stuff and bring it to life they do great with that it's weird seeing a more stoic ahsoka i would say i'm i'm very used to the the clone wars snips she's got she's very she has a very big personality she's very she's talkative like obi-wan has that like that aggressive side like anakin but in this she's more of like a qui-gon she's very laid back um, she's definitely a, a become more of a master. And I guess I haven't finished Rebels. I've only seen it. I don't really remember that much of that. So maybe she's more like that in Rebels. But um, I'm very used to a different Ahsoka. So I got to get used to that. Um, but I like the Balin skull. I liked seeing Shin Hathi. Those were, you know, the cool characters that they've added. They're like um, assassins, kind of like they're not quite inquisitors, but, you know, they're they, they're for hire. Um, that's cool um what else there's 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 a lot in this show if you definitely love rebels you're gonna love this i think that it's it's quite slow to start off with um but they're very much setting up a big big overarching story i don't know how long is it six episodes as well as the, thank god <laughs> i was i was worried because we are starting a bit slow but like mm -hmm. we have more episodes to work with which is really good but i i mean i just love going back to this universe man everything looks good it's TV show, but it's it, you can tell the budget's very high. Anytime we're in space with these spaceships, these settings, it does kind of have. There are some shots that are very gray. I will put that out there. But there's other shots that like we're in space, and I'm like, this is this is movie production. This is amazing stuff, and it's just nice always going back to this universe. If you're a Star Wars fan like me, you're just you're just gonna you're you're even in the bad Star Wars stuff, you're still just like I'm glad to be back here. And that's how I felt with Ahsoka. I'm, I think it's very it's a good start. 
um, I'm definitely gonna be tuning in for more. And uh, yeah, Shin Hattie, I love you. Shin Hattie. <laughs> Matt, you got it. Um, dude, I honestly really enjoyed these first two episodes. I think the show has a promising start. Um, I, for me, the starting off with the positives, I guess. I felt like this show just had a magic to it, man. It had like a magic to it that I, I missed with Mando season three um, from the music to just seeing the, the rebels characters in live action was pretty dope. Um, Alex, I guess picking up, picking up off of your point, like I do kind of agree that it is a little weird seeing Ahsoka um, as more of like a stoic laid back. And, and I don't think it's seeing, I don't think it's necessarily that. I think it's just, and this isn't a slight at all on Rosario Dawson at all. It's just like, I grew up with Ashley Eckstein as Ahsoka. And like, she just had like, I don't know, she just had an X factor to the performance that she brought to Ahsoka, whether it was in Clone Wars, even in Rebels, like the, the Ahsoka she played in Rebels was more stoic, more wise, but she still had like a charisma and a charm to her, which I'm not really feeling that right now. But again, we still got a ton of episodes to go. So I hope as the show continues to develop, we start to see Rosario Dawson get to play more with Ahsoka and with her performance. Um, I thought, you know, Sabine getting stabbed, dumb, dumb. Um, so, uh, did you, did you, see, uh, you definitely did it, but I tweeted like the best part of Ahsoka episode one was there. They teased the character. It was Sabine getting stabbed. Um, and then she was in the thumbnail for episode two. And even mm -hmm. if you didn't like know this was gonna stop like right at, like, like right where Rebels picks off, so you know he, she's alive, like just the thumbnail. That's yeah. the easiest thing to change. Like, <laughs> yes. It just also angers me. Like I said before, everyone can survive a stab wound, but Qui Gon, man, it angers me. But I get like uh, he didn't get immediate help. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I get I I every single time someone gets stabbed, I just hate it in general because again, Qui Gon died that way. So I'm just like, bro, why why are we doing this? <laughs> it constantly um, lessens that effect. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but uh, I, you know, I'm in, I'm invested in the show's plot because again, as as someone who watched Rebels, like, dude, let's go, let's go get our boy back, let's go get Ezra, let's go find Thrawn. You know, we can. We, it feels like we're on the cusp of something bigger. Um, I really wish, I honestly wish this was a movie, because you know, Ahsoka, I think she that's a that's a big build Star Wars character that could easily have him we be brought to the big screen. Um. When it came to some of the lightsaber fights, I thought some of the lightsaber fights just like were edited weird. I don't know, but if you guys felt the same way, like very, very stiff, much, very, very stiff, stiff. and and they like, don't have the the wave effect anymore. Did you see that on Twitter? I, like I never yeah. noticed, but if you go to like Revenge of the Sith and you watch the Obi Wan Anakin fight, when the lightsabers move, the light moves with yeah. it, so it's like a wave. Now they're just very like like sticks of light. It's very it's much like, like they're trying to take it back to Dave Filoni is big like original trilogy, and they're trying to take it back to the original trilogy where like. Basically, they never took two hands off the lightsaber because it was very much like uh, inspired by like uh, samurai uh, like stuff, samurai fighting and everything. So you never take two hands off a lightsaber. And then George Lucas kind of went back on that in the prequels. And man, you're never going to get animated quality like lightsaber yeah. battles because you can animate them to do whatever the fuck they want. Right. So yeah. you're never going to get the best the best lightsaber battle in Star Wars is Ahsoka versus Darth Maul. Can and they mocap mo that too. they mocap that too it was a combination so yeah. i guess good it's a little bit of both but um again no slight at rosario dawson i guess you you can get a stunt double but like we're not going to see her doing flips shit so you can get a stunt double but it is it's if you're if you're not a fan of the way like the lightsaber battles were in the original trilogy i'm not i'm just going to be honest with everyone i'm not don't expect a whole lot from this 
um, this show in terms of lightsaber battles. Just, just a tease, I yeah. think. The thing I yeah, was in the original yeah. though, like those lightsaber fights, I don't, I, I kind of let them slide because they're more emotionally driven. Anakin versus Vader, they're all. It's not about the big spectacle like we see in the prequels. It's more of like these are emotional. Every like strike means something. They're mm-hmm. speaking in between. I always reference the Return of the Jedi. That's my favorite Star Wars, but. The Darth Vader Luke end fight is like when you know Vader's talking about Leia, and then you have uh, Luke coming in with the emotion, like no, and like it's just it's all more it's it's a it's more yeah. about the emotional aspect than just the yeah. whole spectacle of the saber fight, you know what I mean? But yeah. this is definitely like there's not emotion behind because we're we're fighting droids right now, and it's definitely could have benefited from like a more revenge of the Sith approach of like crazy lightsaber. But like I, I you know we're early. I'm not gonna fully judge this entirely we haven't seen that and stuff because the Balin scroll scroll sure. fight thing that they've advertised could be amazing so. yeah and honestly like the two things that have really stood out to me and were all right guys my two biggest takeaways from the first two episodes one Balin, dude Balin is sick. awesome yeah like, he was rest in peace ray stevenson but he he's fantastic and i you know just off of those first two episodes i'm really enjoying his character so far i like that even though he's an assassin he has a sense of like honor to him and he's not like totally evil like he has a code that he he lives by and another thing too you know from that one i guess marketing piece that they've been pushing like we know that he has a connection to anakin or Mm -hmm. he grew up in i guess being trained by anakin or something like that um so i'm curious to see where that goes and then this was a big thing that i haven't seen many people talk about but within the map that was i guess when they unlocked it i guess they revealed that like thrawn and ezra are in a different galaxy like now they're like planting the seeds for like different galaxies and i don't know when it comes to star wars we've never gone to like a different galaxy and i feel like that could be something that could be so huge and really open up the gate the floodgates for star wars because you know if they travel to another galaxy there's no telling what that galaxy could look like is it going to look like freaking pandora from avatar is it going to look like some of the stuff we're seeing in rebel moon like they're on the cusp of really being able to do something that really branches Star Wars out in a way we haven't seen before with the the element of just intergalactic or the different galaxies that exist within the the universes. Yeah. Yeah, you can uh, play with more genres, man. I've been waiting yeah. for a Star Wars horror movie, man. We mm-hmm. we that it would be so amazing and like when we go to a new galaxy we can find whole new characters. We don't have to stick with the Skywalker stuff. No more uh, sand planets. No more sand planet. Sand planet man. I mean, I do obviously want to see an old Republic movie eventually, but that's yeah. Yeah. out of here nor there right now. But I'm telling you, go to a whole new galaxy and try something new. And that that's why Star Wars is the perfect for I say it all the time, it's the perfect franchise. You can do literally any genre, any different type of story with this universe because it is so there's so much to play with. And um, I'm hoping they do more of that. Disney, please also get us back in the big screen once they pay our writers and actors. Yeah, also pay yes. Your get us back to the big screen i'm tired of star wars on disney plus <laughs> yeah, star wars TV, belongs on the big screen yeah this isn't a tv franchise this is a event yeah i hope we all i remember going to force awakens when it first came back because i was obviously like i was you know I, i'm a prequel kid um even though i saw the originals i love the originals but i you know i grew up in that time and once force awakens came out that was an event man that was mm-hmm. an end game level event of like people getting hyped to see star wars and it belongs on the the, yeah. the, the biggest Bro. gigantic screen ever who decided like, that Obi-Wan Kenobi should be on Disney Plus? Yeah, that's bad, yeah. man. And, and, are you kidding me? That's a billion dollar movie. That would have sold. That would, Vader and Obi-Wan, like that would have sold. Like, that's a, a billion dollar movie, dude. Yeah, it's just it's just money-wise. They need people to come to Disney Plus, which sucks. But um, 
even like the force awakens man was the biggest opening weekend of all time i think it still holds that i think it's beat i think it beat endgame uh obviously uh, yeah. not in the long run but i think it has the biggest opening weekend that's the best theater experience i've ever had because that was still also that was still like when you were um not to suck off Star Wars too much, but um, that was also when you had to, uh, you got your seats. You didn't you like pre-order you your yeah, seats. You pre-order, yeah. I got, to, I had a yeah. 7.30 going on like, like, or maybe an 11, because that was still when like the midnight premieres were kind of at midnight, midnight showing. I'm there at like eight, eight o'clock, me and my four friends or something. We got like Chipotle before and just brought it into the theater and just camped out so good man i miss that shit but I you're exactly like 3d glasses too i have my kylo ren 3 3 i'm bb8 3 glasses right. i kept those because it just it was such an it was such an event and the trailer i was like drifting off topic but the trailers man too we don't get yeah. trailers like that no more where they don't they don't tell anything about the movie but we just see a, it just gets you hyped yeah that's 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 one thing i'll say about the sequel trilogy I mean, even Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker, bro, Star Wars knows how to cook up a damn great trailer. All of those trailers <laughs> the Rise of Skywalker, so man. good. I agree. I agree. I don't have anything more to say on uh, Ahsoka, but real quick, uh, Matt, I know you're obviously big, like Superman, big comic book fan. How, like, how, how big are you on Star Wars? Is that like, would you say your third franchise or? Um, Probably. Yeah, like I, I grew up with Clone Wars. Clone Wars is what got me yeah. into Star Wars. Like I did, I watched Clone Wars on Cartoon Network first, and then I watched the prequels and the OG trilogy. Then the sequels came out. Then Rebels. Um, so yeah, I'm I love Star Wars. <laughs> okay, yeah, I didn't know I didn't know like where you were at with Star Wars. Um, I'm obviously a huge fan. I know Alex is as well. But I think we're all we're all invested in Ahsoka enough. It's obviously not the perfect first two episodes, but it definitely gets us there and hopefully yeah. with eight episodes they know what they're doing a little bit better than six episodes because we've had some we've had some struggles with the six, episodes the six format, episode format you cool. kind of just wince a little bit and hope and pray yeah yeah shout out shout out wandavision having nine episodes but also uh alex alex sammy j and i were on nice twitch stream watching this a lot of woods come come join uh quick plug to myself uh, <laughs> it was an amazing time so many so many woods love so many. watching love watching star wars with the boys even though it's virtual um tyler you can have it back get seth on this pod i need to hear his luscious voice yeah Facts. We're, we're, we're gonna get him in, involved here because now we're moving away from ahsoka and blue beetle we're gonna get into some movie news and then get into our drafts so first bit of movie news just a strike update so the wga and amptp have exchanged counter offers with each other doesn't sound like a deal is super close there's still a lot of big dis- disagreements there but progress is at least being made They're they started you know obviously on two opposite ends of the spectrum they've moved a little closer towards the middle um Still got a ways to go, but there's at least they're at least at the negotiating table, which is a positive, at least because obviously we know that the writers and actors, there's a lot of them that are struggling right now. They could really use a fair deal to get, you know, living wages. We really hope they get those. And also, you know, we just want to see movies come out again and, and it's, it shouldn't and it won't happen until the writers and actors get what they're they're deserved. Um, so speaking about movies that are coming out, though, Rebel Moon trailer came out. Um, so Rebel Moon is going to be released on one of the Struck streaming services on December 22nd this year. And then Rebel Moon Part 2, The Scar Giver, will release on the same streaming service April 19th, 2024. So the trailer was like a, a it was a trailer for like both of them. There's kind of like the whole world that Zack Snyder's trying to build here. He's already confirmed that a Snyder Cut's going to exist, which is just like such a Zack Snyder thing to do to basically already, the movie's not even out yet. The first trailer comes out, he's like, a Snyder Cut's coming, guys, don't worry. And we obviously knew months ago that there's going to be like an R-rated cut and a PG-13 cut, and just weird that there, there's so many cuts in this movie, but I know we got some Zack Snyder fans on here. Um, 
Rebel Moon trailer. What are you guys' thoughts? Seth, Seth, did you watch the Rebel Moon trailer? I did. I did watch the Rebel Moon trailer, yes. Yeah, it, looks, it looks pretty good. Yeah. It looks pretty good. I'm pretty happy with it. It looks pretty exciting, interesting. It's not something I know too much about. I know it's meant to be like a Star Wars project, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but yeah, it looks good. It looks good. Yeah, it was supposed to be. It was supposed to be in the Star Wars world, and then they kind of put the they put the nicks on that and said it's not going to be. But yeah. then Zack Snyder still kind of moved it forward anyways. And and obviously everyone saw the the I guess quote lightsaber in the trailer. I don't think they can like legally call it that, but a lot of people were obviously really loving how those looked. Fire uh, saber. Soups. What, what's your what's your thoughts on Rebel Moon trailer? Dude, it looks sick, man. Like sci-fi fans. I mean, we just took an L with Dune getting getting delayed and ptp pay your fucking writers and actors right. um but we still got the creator and then now with rebel moon like sci-fi fans are eating pretty damn hard right now um rebel moon looks fantastic i'm glad that um i'm honestly glad that this wasn't a star wars project because you know if if it were going to be a star wars project you can tell that it wasn't it was it wasn't ever going to be this if it were under star wars because this looks so drastically different it looks like Zack snyder fully unleashed we got gore you know he's talked about how this is going to be gory there's going to be sex there's going to be like just a t- it's going to be like vicious and was it, see- is it said to be r-rated then is yeah confirmed no yeah, yeah. Is, that, is that part of the reason it's not both right yeah so, like, so uh, they said is, they is said the releasing... service going to do the pg-13 version for the mass audience no then, like, so have... so there's like a the, family friendly cut yeah the le- the oh, latest wow. news on this was that they're going to basically like netflix is going to release like two cuts you can watch the r-rated version or the the family friendly version but uh there will be a snyder cut that will be r-rated but also at the time of release yeah, the non-snyder cut is going to be both r-rated there's you can watch either r-rated or family friendly that's kind of fun huh. yeah what like they're releasing think? two cuts at at the same time that's crazy. Never, that's a new thing. I've never heard of that. That's still. Yeah. yeah, but Man. I mean, it looks really good. It's 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 one of those that from the trailer alone, I was kind of bummed that like this looks like it should be a big screen thing. Um, yeah, but, but whatever. Um, not getting Zach Snyder. Zach Snyder got a slow mo pause all around that damn movie. He loves it. Can't get enough slow. <laughs> he, he's God. the king of slow mo. Um, is it based? Is it just a completely original concept, or is it based off of anything that we? like a previous ip or like a novel or is it just a whole new I thing it was original. It, it, it's original yeah. but it takes inspiration from like dune star wars yeah. seven okay. samurai but i like mm-hmm. i'm, I'm happy. seven samurai soups love that yeah <laughs> good soup show. i heard that's what zack snyder went to star wars he was like yeah i want to make a seven samurai inspired well i mean the original trilogy is kind of like that too but um the like a seven Pretty samurai inspired like uh like Star Wars movie, and uh, I guess they turned it down or something, and yeah, now we're here with this. Yeah, it's kind of like Soups was saying, like even though, like you could give Zack Snyder an unleashed range and make it in the Star Wars universe, but you still have to abide by like the Star Wars rules, yeah. right? You're still gonna have to give a like a character some connection to fucking Anakin Skywalker or some shit, like, <laughs> or or you're gonna have to make him like a part of that family, or you're not gonna be able he's to. He's a legacy character that you didn't know before. Like he's a sibling yeah. or offspring of a legacy character. Why got yeah. some? Like it's it's it, it's gonna have to abide by those rules. So that's one thing that's unfortunate. Um, I would love to see. I like Disney. Oh, no, take that back. I don't like Disney. <laughs> I don't, don't, don't like, like Disney. Bad, Screw the mouse. company. Screw them. Fucking mouse. But I think like I think they just need to grow up a little and, and start like allowing an R-rated. And that's like the big thing with like 
what I'm most excited about. I'm going to talk about James Gunn and not what struck company he works for, but I like the idea that they'll do a kid's show. They'll do an R rated show. They'll do a horror show. Like it's, it's such a simple concept. You don't need every single thing to appeal to the biggest audience ever. If you're not making every single thing, $200 million, like you can make something for 50 million. Shockingly fucking, uh, talk to me just made just cross 50 million dollars and it's been it, it would cost 4.5 to make shockingly you can make things for cheaper than 200 million dollars it's just i think i think these companies need to learn that a little bit and also pay your goddamn writers um but that's that's kind of where i'm at with it it'd be nice to see this in the star wars universe but obviously they have to abide by the star wars rules whatever you want to call it i'm interested yeah. obviously they stole lightsabers they're going to call them like like fucking I, I don't even know laser beam swords, swords. Laser beam, beam sword saber sword. devices sword, saber device yeah um but i'm interested to see if they have like the force or if it's just like right. i have a connection to air or something yeah, what like are they going to call air vendors yeah they're air vendors or some shit like that i'm interested to see if they have like anything like that um but I, i'm excited for it man it it, it, it should be good i i'm not anti zack snyder i'm just anti slow-mo that's really my biggest thing <laughs> I just can't handle. I can't watch another football scene. Scene that, that was be- admittedly that's that that was the low point of the Zack Snyder slow mo career. The the what like the seven minute long one like single play. Yeah. There's one like, single QB scene. Yeah. I thought it looked pretty cool. Yeah, it's like QB draw or some shit. I like, thought it was amazing. Man. Shout out, shout out my <laughs> yeah, alma yeah. mater, the Wisconsin Badgers, because that's who obviously the the, the Gotham Knights or whoever the football team is playing Wisconsin because Zack Snyder's from Wisconsin, so he literally had Wisconsin Badger football team playing in that. So tough beat. That's the the hardest thing about when i was in college that happened is it was a rough loss we were national championship bound before victor uh what's his last name victor who's cyborg stone victor stone before victor stone happened and and just ruined our team but um soups alluded to it dune 2 delayed to march 14th 2024 yeah that's disappointing what i what i found kind of it's not funny but i found it a little Right, literally right after Dune 2 got delayed, Godzilla X Kong, the new Empire announced they were delayed to April 12th. And that was just like such a he thinks he's him moment. It's like Dune's delayed, everyone's pissed off. And they're like, guys, guess what? Godzilla Kong, like we're also delayed. Like you're bummed about that too, right? And we're like, you're not that guy, pal. You're, you're, not, you're not the same level as Dune. But Seth, I know you're obviously a huge Dune fan. Bummer news. Yeah. yeah. It was expected though. It was, it, was, it was bad news, but it was expected news. We all, we all knew it was going to come eventually, but yeah. we were kind of in denial almost but yeah it was very yeah is wonka uh, still going is wonka still they haven't announced yeah as far as we know it's still going no they've said they've said it's still going on but as far as we know anyway yeah it's not it's uh congrats ludwig (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) pretty much pretty much oh actually actually i think people are uh yeah yeah Hans is doing the creator so yeah, yeah. Ha- oh Hans my yeah. cook Hans my cook I mean even beyond might <laughs> Hans will cook crazy. you know will. he will Hans, Hans will, will cook <laughs> even beyond just Hans Zimmer on the creator score like this also opens up just like in terms of like award potential for the creator like a lot of like visual effects stuff is gonna be like because yeah, everyone just yeah. kind of assumed for good reason that Dune was just gonna sweep a lot of these technical awards and now it kind of opens the door for obviously Oppenheimer but I think the creator is gonna be like a sneaky play now for the rest of the year for who's Washington Oscar. Who's directing the the creator? Is it Gareth uh, Edwards? Gareth, yep. Gareth Edwards. Yeah. Gareth Edwards. Cool. 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 No, I mean, it's talking about. I mean, you're talking about for Star Wars, like good trailers. Like the creator's trailer was one of the best trailers I've seen in a while. Of getting nice. hyped for a yeah, brand new cool. world. Um, but yeah, yeah it, it sucks. Dune two is delayed. 
March 14th is just such a weird time for a blockbuster that scale to come out. Like this just doesn't seem like a normal time. Because there's no competition. Maybe that's why they're doing it, but it's just such a, it's such a fall movie. It's such like a, it just, it seems weird putting out in March, but you know, Mm -hmm. amen. it's it's this when the studios are idiots, man, they don't want to pay the writers and actors is what happens. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this would easily avoidable if the AMPTP just wasn't losers. Um, I, I'm sure you guys are all familiar with Jay Stube. She actually posted like a really interesting deep dive TikTok about like she kind of she's kind of like thinking there might be a conspiracy of why it's getting pushed. It was like Warner Brothers like with the whole Discovery merger, they're like purposely trying to just basically like tank their company. And Barbie's been such a success this year that they like purposely delayed it. I don't know. Like it's, it's one of those things they put on your tinfoil hat. But it was like an interesting watch, like a just a, like a three minute deep dive into the whole Warner Brothers Discovery merger and how that might have played into Dune Two being delayed because, like like a. Uh, a lot of people talked about like Dune 2 had everything in the world. They had a six week exclusive IMAX window, which might be like the first time literally like ever that that's happened. Yeah, so, over the like, Marvels too. It was over an MCU right, movie. Right, they crazy. Were, they literally which said is like, like that never happened. Yeah. For, so, you know? so the fact that they didn't go forward with it is it's interesting because, you know, obviously like if you had Chalamet and Zendaya, Austin Butler, the entire Florence P, the entire great cast promoting it. That's going to build more Not hype. Denis, Josh right, Harris, right. Like, I, yeah. Um, yeah, we could list them all they, forever, but yeah, they yeah. also have, uh, they already have two trailers out. They literally just had a, a the cover empire magazine empire, this week. Yeah. Yeah. Just this week. All yeah. Two really long trailers as well. Like yeah. in detail, long trailers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like for when they're, when they, whenever they drop a third trailer to hype up, you know, the March release, like what are they really going to show in that trailer? That they haven't already exactly. shown in the first two. They're that in pretty prime lengthy. position right now to release. Mm-hmm. Like they've done everything. Mm-hmm. So first, the know. first one got hit with COVID and stuff, and now this. Like it's it's so unfortunate. Yeah. It is odd. Like Denis Villeneuve is one of the best working directors today, obviously, but like he he's not a big money maker. And like this is going to be another example where he's going to kind of get shafted. Blade Runner tanked because of you know stuff, which is you know people weren't expecting it to be that kind of sequel. But yeah, like it's just unfortunate. He's the king of the sci-fi epic right now. And yeah. it's, it's just unfortunate. The good thing about him, at least, is he has a director that has so much juice that, like, studios will keep giving him money because, like, he makes great movies. But, like, he's, like, I mean, I'm not going to say he's lucky, but, like, I mean, he's, like, not been the best box office performer. So the fact that we still keep getting epics from him is, like, great. I hope that doesn't stop. And I hope Doom Part 2 isn't, like, another one that just tanks and then people are, like, oh, maybe we shouldn't give him budgets anymore. We live in a film world where we probably think Denis is bigger with a general audience than he actually is in terms of his name. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Whereas for us, he's huge. For the general audience, he might not be as big, which is seen by the box office numbers. Do you know what I mean? For sure. Yeah. That might be why. Yeah. No, that I mean, his films cool. after the fact, like after they leave theaters, go, they blow up. Home release. They're, yeah, they're, yeah, yeah. They're amazing. Everyone talks highly of them. Even people that don't really care for a film as much, like they talk about even your enemies, you know, your Sicarios, your, you know, your arrivals, your yeah. Blade Runners, especially the literally me movies. But like, it's just weird that like the box office, it's just not as, you know. I mean, yeah, like Weird. Prisoners is one yeah. of the biggest film bro movies of all time. But like when that was in theaters, no one saw that shit. Like no one knew of Denis Villeneuve at the time. That was like his first, like I think it might have been his first English language film. So like, but now, no, it it's, was... now it's obviously huge. Wait, when was Enemy? Was Enemy after the Prisoners? Enemy, I, I think, think was right Enemy after. Right after. I think they're the same year. Oh they're shit, the same was it? Year. They're the same, they're the same year. year. I thought Enemy was twenty twelve. Yeah, they're twenty thirteen, I believe. Yeah. Oh, okay. Interesting. It's nice seeing like a, I guess not art house, but kind of art house, like get all this big budget, like, and just go crazy with it. Like, and have his dream and vision put to the big screen. Cause you know, Denis was definitely an art house director before, mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Prisoners. his early I'm, work was 100% art house. Like his really early work. So it is good to see him get these huge budgets now to do what he wants. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, so unfortunate news. Um, but then I guess 
brighter news. So Lady Bird obviously is from A24, which is not a struck company. And that's re-releasing in theaters August 27th, which is tomorrow for us recording it yesterday for people listening um, for National Cinema Day. So if you're a fan of Lady Bird or you haven't seen Lady Bird from Greta Gerwig, obviously having just just a bigger year than I think her or anyone could have imagined. Um, it'll be back in theaters and also like check out your local theater chains, not just for Lady Bird, but like I'm like pretty much Everything. every, every major theater chain, at least in America. Um, I, I don't know, Seth, if it's the same in the UK or like having like massive discounts for like national cinema day. And like this week, I know the, the my local theater chain, like this whole week, you can get like really discount on theater tickets and stuff. Cause it's like a national cinema happens. week, but yeah. On AMC doing like a Kubrick run through in, in your and just like at the moment. Uh, I'm not an AMC guy. Is anyone in New York? You're an AMC guy. No, Tyler. Why would you say that? I'm not a Regal guy, though. Don't worry. Soups. I don't know if there's any of these near you, but do you know Harkins Theaters? Like, they're an Arizona theater chain that, like, every theater here is Harkins. There's a couple in California, a couple in Colorado. But AMC is like, like, (laughs) Harkins. Like, I was like, all I hear is Dune, man. I'm sorry. Harkins owns uh, the state of Arizona. Like, that's where like every like. There's probably like. Within 40 minutes of me, there's like eight movie theaters and like six of them are Harkins and there's like one AMC. So I go to Harkins. Yeah. Dude, I need Nicole Kidman giving me a pep talk before I watch my movie. <laughs> yeah, it's the only way to experience cinema. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But um, so yeah, that's kind of it for movie news. Uh, just kind of light this week, but obviously with with the AMPTP refusing to pay writers and actors, that's kind of how, how we're going through movie news. There's not, not a whole lot to talk about. So, if, uh, yeah, if you're enjoying this episode so far, make sure you, if you're listening on Spotify or Apple, rate us five stars, write us a little review, follow us. It helps us out a ton. And if you're watching on YouTube and seeing all our beautiful faces, hit that subscribe button if you haven't already and leave a comment. Um, but now we're going to get into our back-to-back draft. So is this the first ever double draft episode in Real Talk history? It might be. We're a week oh, away from our one-year yeah, anniversary. <laughs> yeah, double draft alert. We're going to five-person draft, too. We're yeah. five-person ranking. First five-person draft. True. First five-person draft. First, no, first not, double draft. It's not. Who else did we, we do? We did the hated Didn't characters. did you guys have like a person come on that one time? Hated characters. Oh, yeah. Oh, Blake. But that was a real quick, not a real talk. So it was, was a real quick. Oh, okay. Yeah. But um, yeah, let's, let's jump into it. We'll start off with the good. We'll start off with the best superhero movies of all time. So we have five of us. We're going to go five rounds. That means 25 movies total. We talked off camera or like before we clicked record that... This is superhero movies. So we know like Old Boy and Snowpiercer are comic book movies, but they're not superhero movies, so those don't count. Rick. Same token. Um, I'd say uh, Joker, I wouldn't, we, we agree, doesn't count because that's not a superhero movie. Do we count Suicide Squad? The Suicide Squad? Wait. Either one. Would those yeah. be? I would you not count? Obviously belong yeah. Yeah. yeah, okay. Those count, but I, I don't think Joker counts. I, I'm fine with Joker not counting. No, but Joker doesn't count. Yeah, the Suicide Squad counts. And Suicide Squad for the worst movies draft will also count. Um, Spoiler alert, that will probably be drafted in the, in the in 25 best. picks. Um, we'll see. But, uh, yeah, let, let's get into it. So the first pick, uh, I randomized the order. So the order we're going to be going, and we're doing a snake draft. So we got Alex, Cam, Soups, Seth, and then Tyler. So the first oh. pick, the best yeah, superhero movie of all time, according to Alex Coleman, first pick in the draft is. All right. I have two in mind, but I'm going to go with, I just have to do it, Into the Spider-Verse. Fuck you, you coward. You <laughs> pussy. I, dude, I didn't want first. I was really hoping. I'm going to get it. Yeah, all right. That was, that was aggressive. I'm sorry to everyone. I love you, Alex. Uh, I'll take the Dark Knight. Uh, both <laughs> 100 out of 100 for myself right now, but Into the Spider-Verse is just what I wanted because I thought you were going to take the Dark Knight. Uh, I guess I'm going to go Infinity War. I like it. I like it. Is it me next or is it Tyler? It's you next, Seth. I'll take, I think, my number one now, and that's Spider-Man 2. I'll take Spider-Man 2. Mm, nice. Yeah, okay. Let's see. 
I'm tracking Seth Transformers. I have, I'm like Transformers. Transformers better, so Seth, I can't say that I have it rated the same. <laughs> so, no, we don't. Yeah, we both have it at four and a half. Oh, I forget it at four. Interesting. I like Spider-Man too. All right, so I'm, I'm like having to track everyone else's picks while also do my own picks. So I'm gonna go with, uh, I'm gonna go with the Batman, first round pick, um, and okay. then snaking back around to me, I'll go my favorite uh, Marvel movie of all, or MCU movie of all time, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Good pull, good pull. And we're we're back to Seth. I'll go the Incredibles, quintessential superhero film. Oh, that like was that. that was completely off my radar, but it's, it's absolutely a superhero movie. But it just wasn't on my radar. That's a great one. Five out of five. Perfect. Um, Back to soups. No, it's soups. Uh, okay. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Logan. No, I fuck was, you, I, man. I thought I was gonna sneak it somehow. I don't you know. Oh my, this damn I know Seth hasn't seen Logan yet, but I still like no. making it this making it yeah. this far is kind of surprising to me that it made it that far. Seth, yeah. Seth, Seth, Seth would love Logan. Seth, you would love Logan. I'd be like Logan would be your favorite all time. It would be his favorite. It would really be his favorite of all time. Can you guys stop attacking me right now? You've seen like the worst MCU movies, but you haven't. But that's because they're winding on it. We've told you so yeah. many times, you don't have to watch every X-Men. You can just watch. <laughs> I know yeah, they scare yeah. me. That's all. Maybe one day. Maybe one day. Who knows? All right. Um, Cam, second pick. I think I'm out of my five out of five. So I think, oh, no. Okay. So we'll go with uh, we'll go with Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse now. Yeah, I thought that would be yours. I think that's all. Scraps. That would have been a devious combo if that would have made it back to, to Alex. To um. Everything I wanted just got taken. Let me think. Let me scroll through. Um, I don't want to take this one because I don't think it's one of the best, but I feel like it would get votes. But I'm going to go with first, I'm going to go with X Men Days of Future Past. And then so which after one that, the- I'm going to go to the X Men one. I feel like I just have to because. I'm gonna go Avengers Endgame. I feel like I just have to. Yeah, yeah, I do. I, do. I didn't want to, but I, I, I can't miss it. I can't. I, I, I do love Avengers Endgame, but I'm happy I got this one. It's one of my favorite MCU movies. I'll go with Captain America: The Winter Soldier. Big fan of The Winter Soldier, even though I think there's another one I should have taken from Seth. Just to be a dick. You, which one's that? I don't know. You'll okay, I'm out. gonna go. No, that, you won't be taking my next pick. There's no way. I, I'm no sure way. I'm not. Go to Seth's <laughs> top ten superhero movies and see which ones. I know. Is it me? It's soups. No, yeah. no. I'm. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go Civil War. Yeah, I like that. Or I don't like that. Sorry, that was rude of me to tease you like that. Uh, I'll go. I'll go. I'll go Unbreakable. I'll go Unbreakable. I'll get it. Mm. I'll get it off early. That's a good. That's. A good I, I, I will say, Tyler. I appreciate you not roping me in with uh, George in the last episode. I was listening. I'm not a. I'm not anti M Night. I just think some of his movies are bad, and I think that's yeah, okay. I, I, that's I why think, I didn't rope I you in. Two of them about. I, I I'm not anti M Night as a whole. Just I'm anti the last the last Airbender and After Earth. So and old bad. Old's I'm not anti, bad. It's not good, but it's okay. I think so. I've seen like <laughs> the happening's not that good either, but you know, the I guess it's a satire. It, it's a satire. So let me not. I knew Seth was gonna come in with it's a satire. It is a satire. But listen, you can't call movie satire after you say the village is bad. I think the village is gas. The village is gas. G A S. No, I like the village. Like Village is really good. I, it's like I think it's my favorite M Night probably or um, not Signs. Uh, no, signs. I like Signs, but I don't think it's better than Unbreakable Village or um, 
Split? There's another one. Six cents. Six cents. Six cents. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. Six cents. I like science. All right. Back to back picks for me. Um, we'll go with the one that kicked off the MCU. We'll go Iron Man, the first one. And then we'll we'll run it right back with the movie that kicked off the DCE with Man of Steel. Good. Good picks. Uh, I'll go I'll go Guardians 3. It's still available, isn't it? No. <laughs> no, you can have Guardians <laughs> 1, though. You can have Guardians 1. Yeah. That's I'll go Guardians I, 1. Yeah. That's my number two. Yeah. I thought you would take Guardians. That's the one I could have picked. All right. Uh, I'm going to go Snyder Cut. Nice, nice. I was all about right, to pick that. I need a DC movie. Why'd you do that to me? Yeah, you'll get Coltis all up in you. It's a good pull. It, it's me. Um, I feel like people have just changed on this movie like crazy. So I don't know if I want to pick it. Maybe there's a, another one I can go with that people just have an affinity for. No, I'll 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 I'll, I'll take my next I'll take my next highest rated, and that's Thor Ragnarok, which is still great. Oh, that was just, not what I thought. I thought you were, I thought you were gonna about. go with uh, a different character. Is it me now? Am I the pick? Yeah, you're the big. Yeah. I thought you were gonna go with No Way Home. That's Same. What I that's what I thought he was going oh, to. No Way Home, dude. No Way Home's better. I'm not than taking it. I, well, I'm not. I'm not sure if I want to take it, but I, that's what I thought he was gonna go with. Um, I have two, right? Uh, yeah. gosh, my last two. You guys have taken everything from me. Mm-hmm. Um. I feel like I gotta get a DC one in there because like just to diversify. But um, my next highest, I guess I'll go. I guess I'll go. Yeah, why not? I'll go No Way Home, and then I'll go. I, I just have to, and then I gotta like go around. To be honest, did you take the Suicide Squad? Did anyone take that? No, no. I haven't gotten there on my list yet. No. I guess I'll take. Not I guess I'll enough. take the Suicide Squad. I still can't Damn. believe Cam didn't pick No Way Home because the way he was leading up to that was yeah. You, you, you go, everyone switched on it. Yeah. I was like, that's I no haven't way seen home. anyone oh, switch on Thor Ragnarok. I haven't seen. Any I think of that. people have just people just hate Taika Waititi now, which is a mess. Um, also, you know my Spider Man rankings. You know I don't rank that the highest. I no, guess, but it was but, just the way you said like people switch yeah. up on the movie. I was like, that's clearly No Way Home. Yeah, I guess that's fair. Uh, uh, I'm gonna go a little crazier. Let's get animated. Let's go. Uh, no. <laughs> I well, I'm not taking one you've seen, Seth. So don't worry about the it. The one, the one that I see. Yeah, you've seen one, and I'm not taking it. I'll take the Flashpoint Paradox. It's the Flash movie, but better and shorter. Oh wait, we could have, bro. Damn, I would have taken. Something oh my gosh. From DC. I thought. You, I, okay. Wow. I would have taken something else from DC then. Oh, there, okay. there are others from DC for sure. I'm are, going like <laughs> soup's gonna take it now. Oh my oh. yeah, you know it. I'm going Batman under the red hood. Oh, oh I didn't know I should have like, I should have just one. I did not know that was available. I don't know why I didn't know <laughs> yeah, I forgot about like the animated movies. I didn't think that was like oh, an option. Well, I don't I mean, want the suicide squad. I would have taken that. Oh. Yeah, why not? Uh, also under the red hood, greater than the one that Seth wants to pick if he like needs a pick. He's taking the other one. No, I'm not taking that anymore. I don't think he is. He isn't? I was going to take that, what you're thinking. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to take Superman. The original Superman. I watched it recently. Nice. Oh, Damn. Okay. It's, it's fine, IMO. You got it a four star. Nah. <laughs> I, dude, that's, that's like 50th like <laughs> on my rankings. That's like 50th on my rankings. Like, <laughs> Speaking of like, speaking of hating on movies, people very highly, just like it was a totally like random off comment, but I, I was watching Onward, Pixar's Onward the other day, and I said, like, oh, it's like an aggressively average movie. And then George is like, yeah, it's aggressively average, like in the group chat. He has a 4.5 on Letterboxd. No it's way. A, it's a 4.5. <laughs> and I was like, what are you even? What is this I haven't man's, seen Onward. He's like, is yeah, it's like a very Holland? middle. Dude, movie. I love Onward. Yeah, Tom is Holland, Tom Chris Holland Pratt. 
Chris Pratt. It's Tom Holland and Chris Pratt. My Tom Holland masterpiece. Oh my god! But the final pick in the draft. Um, it, I have other ones higher rated, but I just kind of feel like it'd be kind of a shame if I don't pick it. I'm picking Black Panther at the final pick. Yeah, that was yeah. Yeah, that, that, was that had to be there. Wow. No Wait. Of the Phantasm? That's what that was the other like. I, I wish animated DC was up like open. Like I wish I knew that was an hour. That's really good that. though. That's really good. Oh, Superman. Superman is my forty-first ranked comic book movie, so I it, it's probably better than fine, but it's uh, on an eighty-four out of hundred. So you have that many at four point five. I didn't actually realize that. Eighty-four out of hundred. I have that. It should be like an eight. It should be like a seventy-eight. Oh my god. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't seen the first. I retro. I retroactively like so many rate so many movies, but it's fine. Who cares? All right. Uh, for wait. my final pick. Wait, wait. This is one. Wait, I thought we had one more. Who have we all drafted? Did oh, we, do we, we have we one more? I think we're done, right? So here's what I have. So I have yeah. Alex, I have End of the Spider-Verse, Days of Future Past, Endgame, No Way Home, and The Suicide Squad. For Cam, okay. I have The Dark Knight, Across the Spider-Verse, Winter Soldier, Thor Ragnarok, Flashpoint Paradox. Am I good so I'm far on both you two? Yeah, okay. I'm happy with it. Soups, I have Infinity War, Logan, Civil War, Zack Snyder's Justice League, and Under the Red Hood. Right? Are those yeah, your five? Yeah, okay. And then, and then Seth, I have... And Seth, I have Spider-Man 2, The Incredibles, Unbreakable, Guardians 1, and the original Superman. And then for myself, we have The Batman, Guardians 3, Iron Man, Man of Steel, and Black Panther. So let us know who you think is the yeah. best. What are the biggest snubs? What are the ones that like should have... Sp- Spider-Man 1 should have been Deadpool could have been there. Yeah, uh, no, I, don't I, was gonna, I was going to go either Deadpool, um, the Tim Burton first Batman movie. Batman yeah. Returns. I was X2 go is up there. Batman. I think X2 could be definitely a shout. First yeah. class, also like Avengers. Avengers. I like X2. Uh, oh, we didn't say Avengers. Avengers. The first Avengers, yeah. An uncared. Well, th- this is more comic book and not uh, superhero, I guess. But Scott Pilgrim, Scott Pilgrim, yeah. world. Uh, Did anyone say yeah. Watchmen? No it one said Watchmen. Mm-hmm. Watchmen could be definitely Watch a show. Mid. Watch mid. Yeah. Mm. Sorry. Uh, you really like? Oh, so we were talking about Batman: Mask of the Phantasm. Um, that's the. That's the movie Seth really likes, and I really like it as well. So great. Um, but I do That's think a classic. I do think both the the Flashpoint Paradox and uh, Under the Red Hood are better than it, which I think is maybe a hot take. I think Under the Red Hood is the best that DC. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, think Under the Red Hood is the best. I think the Sub Zero. I think the heart of like cold, wherever. Like the, the Sub Zero, the Mister Freeze. I think it's a movie. Yeah, Sub Zero. Is that a movie too? I think it counts too. That's yeah. a really good one. Um, I, I think Flashpoint Mask of the Phantasm has the best Bruce Wayne depictions to date. Or, yeah, or that I've seen anyway. I think it's really, really good. It though. delves into the character like you know, it really in seventy-four minutes as well. It does what it means the most to be Batman and everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah it does. Seth, Seth, have you seen any other Batman animated movies? Like, have you seen the Dark Knight Returns or any of them? Dude, those are fire. They uh, are good. Part no. one and part two. Yeah. I hate seeing Superman and Batman fight though. I like the the public enemies, like when they're teaming. Up. That's why I like Batman and Superman. I hate when they fight. Even though yeah. I like I like the BVS, but I don't like when they fight. But but their moms have the same name, so they're they're bros. Shout out, shout out. Uh, good scene. I don't want to hear anything else. It's a good scene. It wouldn't be anywhere on my list, but uh, shout out Aquaman because I know Alex is a big Aquaman stan. I like Aquaman. Uh, Wonder yeah. Woman could be in there, that discussion. I, I think oh, absolutely I, Wonder I, Woman's in the discussion. I, think. I just don't, I just don't, I think the whole Aries aspect kind of ruined it. it, was, it definitely uh, I was just going to bring up, uh, I mean, I, I don't think I was ever going to pick it, but it was definitely on my list. Uh, first class. Yeah, like yeah. I really like this class. Great. Oh, Blade! I, really I forgot about Blade. Blade could have been up there. No, Blade overrated. Blade, no, no, over Blade. Original Blade's gas. Blade, Blade had like fifteen years. I had the other day. 
All right. It's not in my top 25, but yeah, it's, it's good. Scroll, scroll to the bottom of the list now. Is that the. the <laughs> yep. <laughs> now, now we're going to be going through the this, worst. This the worst superhero movies of all time. Um, Spider Man Far From Home. <laughs> Yo, please take it. Whoever's here, someone take it, bro. And Homecoming. Take all of Tom's trilogy, please, for the news. Uh, And don't cut that part out so no one knows that you're being serious. The order order for this draft is me, then Supes, then Seth, then Alex, then Cam. So we're going to go five rounds again, snaking our way through. Interesting. Yeah, with the first pick in in the worst superhero movies of all time draft, I'm going to go with Fant Four Stick from 2015. I think Definitely. great pick, great yeah, pick. Yeah, great. yeah, that's I, a great pick. I think that's one not many people are going to disagree with. No, so, I yeah, think right. I think you're not pick, you're not taking a hot take there. Um. Okay, I'm gonna go. Uh, Halle Berry's Catwoman. No, that's my no. I think those are the top two or bottom two. I think those are the bottom two. Yep. Yeah. Seth, I'm very intrigued to see where you go here. I'll go Thor the Dark World. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Great pick. Great uh, pick. Honestly, I thought it'd be a different uh, MCU movie. Oh, no, that's second, Cameron. That'll come. Don't worry. Come. Votes wise, I think Dark World's the most consensus, like worst MCU movie, though. Um, Alex. I don't know. Is it me? Yep. Yep. Um, left me with a lot of options. I'm just waiting for the first, just boiling hot take. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna go um, Batman and Robin. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I'm actually a fan of that movie. Batman and Robin. Really? Listen, I get like Joe Schumacher that... is like a campy guy, but that stinks. Every time we get to the like the ice skate clicking thing, I, I just I'm no, nice to meet you. I, I clock out every time. That is I so it. funny. That yeah, movie. yeah. That always camp, dude. I don't know. Batman is like a credit card. It is horrible camp. Credit card. It's crazy. You got Arnold like talking about like. Time to be free, yeah. like just one liners. The credit card, the, the ice skates, the <laughs> hockey sticks with the hockey pucks. Just, that, that movie's like it's a movie that uh, if you want to enjoy some like you know substances and watch, like you could have a good time with Batman and Superman. That movie is such a twit, uh, like Twitter clips. That whole yeah. movie is just Twitter yeah. clips of like ice to meet you, de ice to meet you, how did the dinosaurs die, de ice <laughs> like that. It's such Twitter <laughs> clips. Arnold still does great, but it's <laughs> like Jesus. people love bringing that up. Um, I have my pick at my lowest rated comic book movie superhero movie whatever you want to call it ever and that is spawn uh one out of odds That's a good one um spawn is ass crack and then i got i got yelled at for saying that on tiktok or something when i did my rankings um i have a lot of hot takes down here i think i'm just gonna go with like something that maybe people won't be as mad at me about um we'll go with uh mr ryan reynolds green lantern mm-hmm. um, it's a bad movie it's not my lowest rated but it's a bad movie mm-hmm. for sure me again? Yep, Alex. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm going to go with 2016 Suicide Squad. Garbage. Yeah. Some of the worst. Like, Release the air cut. <laughs> Fuck David Ayer. I just, <laughs> dude, I, he just won't let it go. But like, I just, I just saw another interview with him last night. He's probably night. a nice guy. He's probably no, a nice guy. He seems like a gentleman. I like Fury. I like Fury. I think Fury's good. So. Fury's great. Yeah, he's Fury's all right. Great. He's all right. He's all right. But uh, I saw an interview with him last night. It was like, what's like the lowest point in your life as director? I'm like, I already know where the answer is going to go. And he was yep. like, he's like, I had such a great vision for Suicide Squad. And then yep. it just got ruined. He is, and I was like, he is just whining about that thing so much. So I don't much. Blame him, bro. I, don't blame I, him. I, mean, I mean, I agree. The studio did like fuck him over a mm-hmm. lot. But yeah. you like and fuck the studios, pay your writers, pay your actors, all that jazz. But stop whining about it on Twitter eight years later. It's his claim to fame is the Erica. That's it's my a, biggest. It's all, it's all Batman versus Superman's fault. That's the only reason that it got, yep. got ruined. I know. I know. Seth, Seth, you're next. 
Uh, I've only got a couple of words, but I want to get it in there. That's uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Yeah. I wanted to take it. Yeah. He just wants he just wants to throw out any MCU. He's cooking. He's cooking. Don't I mean it's it. not any yeah. MCU. That's my, that's my worst it's MCU. Consensus worst ones. <laughs> Iron Man 3 is worse. Thor Thor Love and Thunder is worse. Iron Man 3 is not worse than no, Quantum Mania is the worst the worst MCU. Dude, Iron, Iron Man 3 is, is actually MCU underrated movie. in retrospect. Iron Man, Iron Man 3 is stinks. so good. The way it delves into like all the aspects of Iron Man hit the resort. Dude, this might be a steaming hot take. In retrospect, I might take Iron Man 3 over Iron Man 1. Like that's Whoa, how much I love he's, Like, listen, he's low key, yeah. kind of cooking. Yeah. Like at the same time, like I don't know if I agree with it, but like Iron Man Three is gas. Uh, definitely over Iron Man Two. Definitely over Iron Man Two. Guy Pierce as a villain, and you're not, you're not there for it. Come on, Rebecca Mickey Rourke was a villain in the second one, wasn't he? Yeah, I, but have, that, I have Iron, Iron Man Three as I my favorite. Suits, what was your take on Quantum Mania? It's been so long, I forgot. Did you like it or not like it? Um, no. Yeah. Which one? Like, I I thought Jonathan Majors, you know, he did his best to to give his best performance as Kang. But, um, I mean, from I mean, the big thing for Quantumania for me is that the film just had so much potential. Mm -hmm. Like, they had so much they could have worked with with Scott. You know, trying to get back the time he lost with his daughter. Didn't talk about that the whole freaking movie. Wasp. What was her story in that film? Um, wasted. Uh, William Harper Jackson. I think that's I oh, believe yeah. that's his name. Yeah, completely yeah. wasted him. And if you've seen uh, uh, what is it? Ha- the, good the happy place. Place. He's the awesome. good place. The good, the good place. place. That's it. The good place. He's um, awesome. And and even though Jonathan Majors did give a good performance as Kang, like the that, by the by the end of the movie, Kang is still less intimidating than he was at the end of Loki. So I I, I you know the the only thing that the movie was focused on was setting up the future of the MCU, and in retrospect, it didn't really do that 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 well. So. I think I think what people uh, I hope this is the right thing. I think what people people you know soups. You're 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 a polarizing guy. You know, like people just like to find a clip of soups and then like get like mad on Twitter just for clicks, right? So everyone likes to like just find a like soups having different opinions. I feel like when soups like put when you put out your first review, it was very clearly like I don't like this movie and spinning it in a positive way, but I don't like this movie a whole lot. And people just like to find clips and be like, oh. Matt, Matt Ramos said this clickbait and it's like shut up like he clearly didn't really like this movie and now that you're saying you didn't like it do you agree with me or no um yeah yeah for sure because I, I don't know like dude I, I don't like to kill people's hype for things you know what I'm saying so yeah like for 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 my spin on it and I still view Quantumania like when I watched it, like my view of it was like, yo, this is probably a good episode one. It's a good start to phase five to set up what's to come. But as a standalone film that's supposed to end the trilogy, it, it didn't do its job. And I said that when it came out. So your review yeah. is the opposite of George's then, because he didn't want to kill people's hide. His was crazy. It was so fucking funny in my George's review. I think he started off the review going, yikes. In my opinion, I couldn't spin it a positive way either. I was pissed. I was like, there's no way this is what they set up. So shit. Like, it's still like, not that bad. Enough <laughs> with these movies that like are stepping stones. You know what I mean? Because like I feel the same way with all the Ant-Mans. Like everyone says they're a brush of fresh air. Or no. breath of fresh air. air. The and, like, Ant-Man is the only good one, bro. And like you're not, you don't base movies off of like, oh, there was Infinity War. And now there's Ant-Man and the Wasp. But like now, I can watch Infinity War and have a breath of fresh air. No, I it, it, as a standalone movie, it stinks. Sorry, the first, the first one was okay. The first one. Was no, okay. the second Ant Man, Ant Man the Wasp stinks. Oh, I, dude, I, 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 I didn't like. Okay, this movie. might be a hot take. That one is worse than Quantumania. 
Whoa. No. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, dude. once yeah. again, they're both dude, like, rewatch that movie. That movie is an entire game good. of tag. It's everyone running around. There's no with villain. This There's building. no villain, bro. There's no villain whatsoever. We, we yeah, still don't know who that, that business no, dude is working for. It's uh it's what's his name? He's got a funny name. Uh Memorable Walter villain. Goggins. Walter Goggins. Oh, yeah. He's like a yeah, country. Yeah, the, the evil business uh, guy. Like a I think, I think all of the MCU movies, and this is just me being MCU shill, are still like higher. Even like I know Seth hates Thor: The Dark World and and Quantumania. Every movie we mentioned, like they're still so much higher quality than they than these. Like than fucking Catwoman. Like come on, they're just different. There's an artistic movies. vision though with that clearly. Yeah. With the basketball scene, I definitely. <laughs> Batman and Robin over Quantumania and Ant Man the Wasp. You're crazy, man. I would. Yeah, I would. I would. Joe Schumacher clearly has. Not those no, like no. who was the director of the Quantumania? Peyton Reed. Is that the? Yes. Yeah. I just know that like they're like the studio is controlling all of that because I don't see any vision with like those Bro, two movies. I mean, I don't think he has a vision. The thing with Batman versus Robin. I don't want to be that mean, Seth. I, I don't. The thing I mean, with Batman versus Robin is you're laughing at the movie. You're not laughing with. No, the movie. no, but I think it's bad. But I think Loki part of its purpose. Purposeful, like no, it's purposeful. No, yeah, Alex, you can argue like the happening. Okay, you can argue that's fine. Batman yeah, Robin is purposeful. It's campy. It's purposeful. That's listen. I'm, 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 I love going to the woods and finding me some camp. You guys know I love Malignant. It's one of my top ten horror movies of all time. Uh, no, I like. I don't like Malignant. Well, Seth, you're ruining everything. Oh, now. I do like James like, like Malignant. He was trying to be on your like side there, Seth, and you're just shooting him down. <laughs> I know. I just, yeah, like, I can't I believe you do that to me. Yeah, I do like James Wan though, so you should take that. I do like James Wan, he's a good yeah. guy. I like him. But yeah, anything like purposely camp, I kind of give a pass to, but like Batman and Robin is one of those purposely, purposely camp it's movies that kind of just stinks. Dude. It just stinks. Just a me. bad movie. Soups, your second pick. I'll do it. <laughs> My second pick, I'm gonna go Blade Trinity. Yes, oh. yeah, <laughs> that's a W like, pick. Yeah, I should have picked that. Is that the third one in the, in the Blade series? <sighs> Have yeah, we, yeah, that's the third one. I have, I have a lot of hot takes down here. I'll review. I have them. like there's there's some easy ones that like I could take, and I just know like, but like I, probably people haven't even seen. Yeah, I, yeah there's like hot. there's like one that I want to take that like probably no one's really seen. But yeah, um, I I have like hot takes I could go, but I'm gonna go. But with, I kind of want to go the hot take route. I'm gonna go with for my. Next I'm gonna pick. go. No, it's not you, sir. Is it me? Is no, it not me? It's, it's me. Order. Where are we? I get my back to back. What order is it? Okay, you get your back to back. Um, everyone did their second pick. Now I'm doing my second pick. Uh, I'm oh, doing okay. Ghost Rider: Spirit of Vengeance. Yeah, yeah, horrible yeah. movie. I'm Some with cool you there. effects with the, with the flaming skull, but that's about it. Um, yeah, did you see that clip? Though, like that, it's like MCU perfect shots. It went viral this week, and everyone's mm-hmm. freaking out. Like, like him, him transforming. Good effect. Fire no, good, yeah, good. Yeah, uh, yeah. good effect. Right. There is 130 other minutes in that movie that are bad. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. just people lose it on Twitter, man. I'll, I hate Twitter. Fo- I'll follow that pickup with the Justice League. Yeah, great, Ooh. bad movie. Um, and great then we're back pick. to soups. Um, I'm gonna go Electra. Yeah, Damn. I thought, I, thought it. I, I have it pretty low. I I went off order a little bit for that Green Lantern pick. Seth, I, is it me? Sorry. Um, there's a few here, but I feel like they're so less known. I'll just go Thor: Love and Thunder because you know, like. I, like that pick. I think me and you are lower on it than most people. Love no, Dude, I love I this. I don't think it's that bad. Not... No, I did hate Thor the goats. Thor. Aren't funny. Like, no, I know. I hate you. Oh, you didn't laugh at the goats, though. You didn't laugh at the goats. No, no. I go with you. Guys, not. 
No, it's it's seventy percent that. So so the problem is they just take a flip from Ragnarok, right? They go like, yeah, exactly. I like sixty percent comedy, forty percent heart, and they or sorry, sixty percent heart, forty percent comedy, and they just flip it for Th Thor: Love and Thunder, and it it doesn't hit as well. But I don't know if it's this low. Ah, uh, I yeah. think movie age is like sour milk. I won't lie. That's fair. That's fair. I only watched that a few months ago as well. Like, Seth will awesome. never watch that movie again unless he's held at gunpoint. So no, um, <laughs> will I ever watch that movie again? Crazy. Uh, am I up? Am I? Yeah, yeah. you up. Have. Um, uh, I guess I'll go. Did anyone take Daredevil yet? Nope. No. Daredevil. Daredevil. Ben. I was yeah. uh, Ben Affleck. Daredevil. What? Yeah. Don't tell me you They're like me. that movie. You call it. I, 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 I like that movie. I don't think it's one of the worst. Like I still think there's a ton of other movies you could have. That movie stinks. I, I've that, never that's seen. Movie. I'm, I'm thinking as well. I get two I'm now. Yep. I'm worried if I go like niche picks, I won't get any any votes. Like I, I'm it's all go the hot takes. The hot takes fun. Well, for now, this won't be a hot take. But next, I'll take the Supergirl movie. Um, oh yeah, what's that? 1984. It's bad. That's it's like yeah, the, it, I didn't know that existed. Yeah, no. no the Supergirl that appeared with Christopher Reeve in The Flash. Yes, she has a movie. Yes. yes, she has a movie. I think I've seen every live action comic book movie ever made. I think. Comic I think book. Captain America from like the 80s or the 70s or whatever. I didn't know that was a thing. So this is yeah, why. Well, I that, was, that was like a CBS show. Yeah, I don't know. It's like it's a horrible CBS thing. Show. I, I, I haven't seen the shows. Time. I've seen the movies. Um, so I have a lot like here that are just random crap, but um, I'm not going to pick them. Next one's going to be a steaming hot take because I get two right back to back. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with. Uh, the Michael Bay inspired uh, live action 2014 TMNT. Are they super? Yeah, I guess they are. Yeah, right. They're superheroes, or no? I think you're you're slandering my guy Michael Bay is not saying well. That's a bad yeah. movie, man. I'll be right back. It's a bad movie though. Alex, um, Cam, uh, did he have two picks? Or was that one? Did no, he, he, take, did two. Did he, he did two. He did Supergirl and then he did TMNT. Oh, okay. Hmm. There's there's some obvious ones, especially some recent ones that I could choose. I guess I'll go with. Did anyone take X Men Origins Wolverine? That shit stinks nope. as well. No, I was gonna say though. Stinks. Cool for uh, cool uh, opening scene. That's about it. <laughs> the claws look like they're like party city like quality. I'd take it over the Wolverine. Oh man, that hurts. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah, I'd take it over the Wolverine. Wait, is that the one with Will I Am in it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. And Ryan Reynolds is like Deadpool, but like Deadpool has like uh, his mouth sewn shut, like his whole character. Yeah, yeah, I do remember that. It has its moments, man. Um, I'm gonna go. Wait, wait. I'm gonna go. It's it's Seth, right? Oh, okay, okay, my bad, my bad. Is it me? Yeah, yeah, you're up. Oh, fourth pick. Uh, I'll go like Captain America: The First Avenger or some shit, you know. W. No, I hate that movie no too. Way. I know hey, we're hey, in the minority, hey, but like, I hate that movie. No, nah, the thing is, the thing is, I actually have it like a two star. I just think it'd be funny on a draft because it'll get views that way. You know, it's easier. Okay, okay, all right, okay. fine. And I, I know my next pick then. Okay, I know my next pick for what I'm about <laughs> to make. Far from out. I'm clickbait. I'm clickbaiting the, right, the hell Your fourth pick, Alex. Do it for us for views. That's what you should do. All right, you know what to do. All right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Wonder Woman 1984. Yeah, good pick. Oh no. That's the, it's not a good movie at all, but for some reason, I just it's like a two star. Like I didn't hate my time watching it, even though I know it's not good. But for some about it, I think it's just the eighties vibes gets me no matter what. Like Stranger Things, all that kind of stuff. 
Um, so it's me, my back-to-back final two picks. Shit. Um, yeah, interesting. So we're going to go with... Give us something hot. Do it. <laughs> yeah, I think this uh, last round for hot takes. Yeah, true. Yeah, do... hot, t- hot takes final round. Hot takes final round. Okay, fifth, yeah. fifth round. Okay, so then <laughs> my fourth round pick, since this isn't a hot take, we'll go Spider-Man Lotus. <laughs> Kind of a sleep oh, that, that movie does not count on this list. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like it was kind of We're not giving books. them credit. That was not a film. That was that was something else. That Did you watch like it? Racist propaganda. That was that was out of spite. It was horrible. No, I didn't even have that on my list planning it, but it just popped in my brain. I was like, oh, that's a sleeper pick. But I'm not gonna pick it because I, I I genuinely haven't seen a single second of it. I, so I can't pick it. Um, I'll, I'll pick I'll pick uh, a Marvel movie. It's it's led by a woman. It is. Not Captain Marvel. It's Dark Phoenix. Try to try to throw a little curveball there. Dark Phoenix is such That's an ass movie, one. man. Yeah, so Dark bad. Phoenix. Yeah, um, okay, and then Hot Takes Final Round. Um, okay, if we're going Hot Takes Final Round. Do something good. I mean, I don't have anything that's like a scorching hot take on here, but yeah. I'll go. Okay, this is a hot take because I know some people love this movie, but I know a lot of people hate it, but it's a hot take to a lot of people, and I'll say Ang Lee's Hulk. I, I do no, not like I it. agree. I agree. I agree. Like w take. Also, I don't think that's a hot take. take you know? I think that's a hot take for me saying I like it. It's not just yeah. you though. It's not just you. There's a lot of people like yeah. uh, movie reviews. Man, 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 man on TikTok always says it's like super underrated. Dude, um, yeah. I'm just going off. It's not like it's a two. You're cooking with that take. Though. That movie is. Yes. That movie's bad. No, that's Eric. That's Eric Banner's. Right? Yeah. 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 Wait, are they on? Is that the movie where they're also on like the nuclear? Wow, my dog. Okay, no, you know what? That movie stinks, but it's not the worst thing. No, nope, it's my hundred seven. That movie can't be bad. Bad. Soups. I'm oh, excited to hear your hot he take. Fight the, he fights the absorbing man, right, or something? Yeah. Or... Yep. Okay, you know what? Dog shit. It's, it's better than MCU's Hulk. Dog it's shit. MCU's no, it's not. No, it's not. It's not. <laughs> no, it is. No, it is. No, it is. I'm having an aneurysm. Soups. All right. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Ant Man and the Wasp. Oh, that was oh shit! Yeah. Damn you! Oh my gosh! Um, now I have to just go with a straight yeah. hot Fun fact: So Ant Man is my of all the comic book movies. So like a list of over like 150. I have Ant Man at 58, and I have Ant Man and the Wasp at 57. I have it higher than Ant Man by one. Wow! I uh, I, like I think it. I I liked it a little less, but not nearly enough to put it on this list. Um, no, it's, it's not me, though, right? Yeah. It's okay. It's Seth. Uh, Avengers: Infinity War. Yeah, no, no, I just quite like, I like it, I like it. Seth, so, if you um, say Far From Home, they probably would believe you, so yeah. we might as well do it. No, because I like, like Far From Home. Yeah, Seth is Far From Home is good. It's good. I don't like Far From Home. I'll go. Boo you, boo you. Boo. I don't like it boo. either, it's okay. Wait, which is the moment for sure. Which is the whip plus? Is Iron Man 2 or 3? That's 2, isn't it? 2 is the worst. I'll go Iron Man 2, I'll go Iron Man 2. The MCU fans are going to come for Seth, man. I'm telling you. They always do. Have you seen? Yeah, true. Damn, every one of his picks was. They're going to. Attend. They're going to be like, dude. Seth would rather watch a, like a a Bulgarian 1969 black and white film than an MCU. Film. <laughs> yeah, and then I'm right. <laughs> they're going to come for you, man. They're going to see your letterbox top four, and they're going to have a, like really a conniption. They're going to have a heart attack, bro. <laughs> seeing that shit. Alex, what's your hot take? Oh, pick? Real movies. Oh, my hot take. Um, damn, I really wanted Quantum Mania, but uh, because I know that would uh, go crazy. But I guess I'll go the MCU route because I know it gets uh. It's the clickies. And this is not necessarily the worst, but I'm not high on this film at all. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not really, I don't really give a crap. Um, I'm going to go. The first store was in the thing, but I'm going to go Doctor Strange. Oh, yes. Wow. Go to, wait, 
Win win. That's a big win. I'm going win. Doctor Strange one. That's I was going to watch that movie. Mads Mikkelsen was wasted, and and Multiverse of Madness solos. That's I solos. agree. I agree. That's a good I can't believe you're such a James Wan stand, but a Scott Derrickson hater. Yeah, I'm no. sorry. That's a bad take, but um, I like that pick. I, I pick. this is not like near near the bottom of my list. It's 98 out of my like 150. Um, but it, it'll get, it, it's a hot take to say it's that low. I think I'm going to go the original fantastic four mid ass movie, mid ass. Whoa, movie. That, L- no, take, I'll 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 take, Rotten Tomatoes stand. mid movie. What is, what is that on Rotten Tomatoes? Is it bad? Awful thing. Oh, yeah. Awful. The first, the, yeah, the, the, the OG Fantastic Four movies are you like, like Rising Silver Surfer. I would have been really? If you said Rising Rotten Tomatoes is cooking. <laughs> oh no, this is the this is the 2015. They're cooking with that. I thought the, t- uh, the 2005 it, Fantastic Four was hated. Do people like that? I, yeah, I mean, I grew up with that. I love that. I like the second that. movie. Second now, I, think, I think people very clearly know like it's not it's not my fifth lowest rated superhero movie. It's a hot take, but I don't think it's very good. I don't think it's very good. I think everyone always is like Ian McGruff is best best Reed Richards. Bring him back. He's fine. He's fine. He's he's nothing special. And then everyone's oh. getting off to Jessica Alba Wood. That's all they want is just to say Wood. Watch this movie to be a clickbait. They're like, yeah, Jessica Alba. Remember when she was naked in the streets? Boo. <laughs> you know what would have been a great fifth pick for like a hot take because a lot of people love it even though it is an ass movie is Tasm 2 and that would have been one of the I thought about that too I, 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 I can't do that to I'm, Andrew Garfield I, I nearly Andrew picked Garfield. Homecoming I nearly picked no. Homecoming oh, dude I'd put Tasm 2 over Far From Home Homecoming no no listen like Tasm 1 no it's not not no, better than Tasm one's better and I listen I think Tasm 1 is better every time but like it's not a good movie like it's the best of Tasm 2 outweighs the bad, and the no, best of Tasm 2 is some of the best I, I, over I, any Spider-Man movie. I know. Really? No. I mean, yeah, like, yeah, the best is like, though. The Emma Stone, small the Emma Stone part saves that movie. Like, that end shot of, like, the web catching, like, is the best, one of the best things in Star- and, um, it, in Spider-Man. It, it, it saves that movie cool. from being a half star. I'll give you that. It saves it from half, Okay, you're doing too much now. No, I have it at two out of five. But Dane DeHaan in that movie is... I can't believe they had him. Yeah. I'll give you that. Spider Man. Like, you won't give me your blood. (laughs) In defense of Tasm 2, when I saw on Twitter, they posted the side by side of like the clock tower shot of Emma Stone versus the Zendaya falling down. And like, Spider Man 2 definitely, or Tasm 2 had way better vision. No one is arguing. That is a good scene. No one's arguing. That scene brings it from a half star to a two star. Best visuals. Best Spider-Man action, Phil best Phillips, Spider-Man web swing, best CGI. Everyone, everyone always says the Tasms have the best, best performances, Spider-Man, best yeah. Spider-Man like swinging scenes, and they're all like highly edited, where you increase like the uh, what is it, the like uh, layers or something, or you just increase it like crazy, so it looks super edited. I forget what it is, man, but they always have it. Super- they look better than anything that Tom or Toby had. Nah, nah, Toby's got Listen, I, Toby's the like Toby's, no, Toby's the only one in the discussion because Thomas had horrible swing scenes. Like, yeah, I agree. Really good one. Besides, you should have been a Spider-Man ranking. That'd have gone crazy. Yeah. That would have been. Is, ta- is, ta- is Tasm two the one that randomly ends with like Rhino being introduced? Like just yes. out of yeah, nowhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> amazing villain. Rhino's amazing villain. Rhino's amazing villain. Rhino's as the Rhino casting. One of the best castings in Super That was camp. That was camp. That's so bad. Um. Also, Far From Home, best live action Spider-Man. 
Yeah, that's thought. crazy. That's, that's crazy. awful. That's awful. That's not like actually Spider-Man movie? When literally Spider-Man 2 exists. Like, wow. Spider-Man 2 is by far. By far. Spider-Man 2 is the, be- the best. By, like, like, I've already lost. Not by far, because Spider-Man, yeah. Spider-Man 1 is barely under Spider-Man 2 for me. I think Spider-Man, that's already I, 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 Yeah, it's got a lot. Home home and Homecoming about Spider-Man 1, I think. Spider-Man 1 and 2. Every single time Spider-Man. Every single time Spider-Man is better than Homecoming. Yeah, that's some you cannot believe nine-year-old taste. Every single, every single, that's a crazy Tom, take. <laughs> every single Tom is better than every single Toby. The, John Watts, John Watts, John Watts, better Spider-Man director than Bro is channeling uh, his inner C-Jax right now, just making his takes crazy. to get clips. That's crazy. <laughs> no, he's joking. real take, but I believe this is probably in any movie like. Any movie, I probably have the most mid lukewarm takes. This is the hottest I get. It's you believe John Watts is a better superhero director than Sam Raimi? Than Sam Raimi. That's crazy. That's absurd. You think, like, no, no, no. Because I would say, like, I think, I think the Toby Spider Mans are better directed, but I think the Tom Holland Spider Mans are better acted and better like stories and just, just saying. Better acted. You think Spider Man? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, stinks. Better acted. Fucking that, that's the direction of the 45-year-old Spider-Man running around. Oh, he looks just like he j- looks just like Andrew kid. Garfield's How literally older. Nine? Bro, I know. yeah, they were so bad they had to bring done. back the villains. Andrew Garfield. Andrew There's Garfield no way, dude. Done. Spider-Man 2 is a film that constantly just keeps getting better as time goes on as you get older. Toby Maguire looks 35. So does one and three on it. I, I think so did one and three. I think dude, yeah, three, well, three, three is good too. Three's good. If Sandman was the only character like the villain, it would have been a bad villain. The, new, goblin, the, the new Green Goblin is uh, James Franco sucks in that movie. Bad Green Goblin. Bad I have green nothing goblin. left but Spider-Man. So bad. Look at his. <laughs> hey, we can all agree that Zendaya is the worst. And give him his hands. You're telling me at the end of Spider-Man 3, you weren't getting hyped? When you freaking you like Goblin saves Peter? That was no, probably the most I've ever been with Peter. I was like six or seven when I saw that for the first time. Hey, hold on, hold on. Yeah, let, me, I, let me cook, though. Let me cook. We can, we can all agree. We can all agree Zendaya is the worst love interest yeah. in any of the movies. Number two. Number two. Emma Stone's one. Emma Stone's solo is everything. Kirsten Dunst. I remember. MJ in the Spider-Man movies is the worst part of that trilogy, in my opinion. Like Kirsten Dunst, MJ. Which one? Bryce Dallas Howard Gwen up here, too. Very, no, very like bad. MJ in the Raimi trilogy. Spider-Man thing to punch your girlfriend. I like Kirsten Dunst. Pretty cool. Too. I, yeah, she's great. Actually, she's the like worst her. part of that trilogy. Yeah, she's maybe. written maybe. more. Yeah, maybe. worst part of the trilogy, maybe, maybe, maybe. Bad, bad trilogy. Yeah, well, has bad Spider-Man. Well, takes. Let, let's do a recap of the, of this worst superhero draft because I think the draft itself Ooh, wasn't that crazy of hot takes. The discussion after the draft is where the hot takes really started. <laughs> should have been right. <laughs> but uh, Tyler, my picks were Fant Four Stick, Ghost Rider, Spirit of Vengeance, The Justice League, Dark Phoenix, and Angley's Hulk. Soups hit us with Catwoman, Blade Trinity, Elektra, Wonder Woman 1984, and Ant Man and the Wasp. Seth hit us with Thor: Dark World. Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, Thor, Love and Thunder, The First Avenger, Iron Man 2, Alex Coleman with Batman and Robin, Suicide Squad, Daredevil, X-Men Origins, Wolverine, and Doctor Strange. Crazy. And then Cam hit us with Spawn, Green Lantern, Supergirl, TMNT. Uh, which, which year was that TMNT? Like 2016, 2014? 2014. 2014. And then Fantastic Four from 2005. Yeah. Whew. Just clock Seth only did MCU movies. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. 
Seth everyone seen, knew Seth I was gonna, seen, everyone like, knew it was gonna happen. Seth is anti big uh, theme park ride franchise big, movies. Liar, liar. God Seth is, constantly constantly refers to these as theme park movies. They're not real <laughs> art to him. Can you yeah. not do this. Did no place? one I take? Like okay, I was surprised no one took. I was gonna take a uh, steal with Shaquille O'Neal, but I like Dude, I didn't even see that. Max and also, I, I thought about putting no Morbius. Sure. No one took Morbius. I was surprised. I haven't seen Morbius. That's that's the thing about Seth though. With like his all his picks being MCU is I think like ninety percent of the superhero movies. Seth has seen our MCU because he did the whole MCU ranking. Yeah, I feel like this there's is a lot the of DC thing. you haven't seen, and so and, oh, and Marvel you haven't seen. Seth, have you seen though. Seth? Have you seen Suicide Squad 2016? Yeah, I got it. That I got it a two star. I didn't hate it, but I that don't like it. that thing's the reeks. No, like no, the, the beginning have... of that movie is one of the worst like ways to start off a movie in like I've ever seen in my life. It's literally nothing but like <laughs> licensed music. Uh, text on screen to like explain the characters like yeah, traits yeah. and everything, and it's horrible. It's some of the worst I've ever seen in my life. Well, with that, that that's all we have planned for the episode today. So before we leave, soups, pimp your stuff. Where where can people find you? Where where do you want to send people? Oh shit, we got a baby. Cam, I thought oh, you said you were. Me. I thought you were a single dad this weekend. The baby was gone. Uh, yeah, he, she, she. They came home to take a nap, and he didn't nap the entire time. Uh uh we were recording so i've been like i have a monitor i've been like watching him just roll around and yell the whole time uh so i figured i'd finally go get him soups he's a big fan he loves your content man he watches it all the time he's just just huge soups guy so he had he had to come on and say hi Rizzy, say right hi. yeah soups what, what do you want to pimp where, where can people find you um i'm on tiktok at soups instagram at the real soups twitter at the real soups and then on youtube at soups um, thank you guys for having me on the pod. This has been a blast. I could be on here for like another 12 hours. So much love. And uh, yeah, follow, subscribe to Real Talk. Hey, shout out. And then Alex, where, where can people find you? Uh, TikTok, Alex Coleman with two N's. And then obviously follow the letterbox. It's the same thing as my TikTok. If you go to my TikTok, my link tree, you don't have to do it. But my link tree has all my things, YouTube, everything. Um, don't forget, pay the writers and actors, studios. I'm looking at all of you. And what a debut from Soups, man. What a debut from the Matt Ramos. What a guy. I'm going to clap it up again because absolute legend. Um, I'm glad I got to do it with them. I'm glad I'm back here because I thought I was going to get the one-day contract and never come back. But uh, I'm Dude, here to annoy you guys some more. I'm like a rash. I don't go away. But, yeah, I mean, Alex, yeah, you're, you. you're officially a recurring guest now, so you'll, you'll have to be on a lot more in Soups, of course. I'm like, in the, I'm like in the sitcom. On. Like, I'm a reoccurring character in a sitcom just coming back. Six men of the year? The main cast. Yeah, yeah, here. for sure. Well, both of you will definitely have to get on again in the future. Um, before we close, executive producers, shout out to our patrons, um, the, the executive producer tiers. We've got Seven Mod Jeffy, Alexander Biscardi, Ben Leggy, Ben Hansey, Brody Young, Cody Whitney, Dakota Buckner, Dean Cotamanidis, Dylan Chip, Ferdinando Four, Hamish Edwards, Jimmy O'Connor, Jordan Gag, Josh Hines, Luke Deerhog, Oscar Trinick, Reese David, Remy Walker, Roco 1.0, Sean Morales, Stefan Johnson, Trey Artsy, Will Kim, and Zach Graves. Shout out to all of you for making this possible. And then again, thank you so much, Soups and Alex, for joining us for this episode today. And that'll be Real Talk episode 51. Check out, uh, we have a link tree in the description or a link in the description to like a giveaway we're going to be doing for our one-year special next week because obviously next week, episode 52, the one-year special. We're all going to be back. George is back from his big, fat Greek wedding, and we're going to have a three-hour special next week, which we're filming tomorrow. So, boys, you got a you one-day recovery night. We're filming our three-hour special tomorrow, so get, get your rest in. We got another grind tomorrow. But thank you guys uh, for watching. Alex and Soups, couldn't thank you guys enough for being here. And with that, we'll see you in the you next guys. one. We are honored.